What's up, everyone? Today on the podcast, I'm going deep with my new friend, Anna Patch. Anna is a bubbly creative, actor, podcaster, model, and best-selling author. Her self-published poetry book is titled For the One with Stars in Her Eyes, dedicated to her mother. On the podcast, we talk all things creative, from the process of writing the book, podcasting, filmmaking, and life. Working on your life plan, dealing with burnout, and the fulfillment that comes with following your dreams and enjoying the journey along the way. We had a great time conversing. I hope you guys enjoy listening. Without further ado, please welcome the talented Anna Patch. You're now about to go deep with Dan Good. Anna, how you going? <laughs> Good. How are you? Is that just a straight turn <laughs> to seriousness? <laughs> yes. Hello. I'm great. You're great? Mm-hmm. So why don't you introduce yourself and just let us know oh, one of the many hats that you wear. Actually, not just one. Multiple. Yes. Hello, I'm Anna and I am an actress, a model, voiceover artist, tree hugger, ocean lover, writer. I don't know. I don't know. Where do you want me to start? Well, author as well. Yes. How about we start there? Okay, let's do that. Recently read a poetry book. I did. Bestseller, am I yes. right there? Yes, yes, yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that and the inspiration behind it? Yep. So... Um, it's called, my book is, it's a day, my debut poetry book and it is called For the One with Stars in Her Eyes. And the name came to me, the name, the subtitle and like what it was going to be about came to me. I literally woke up one morning, North Bondi, just got to plug that. Um, I woke up one morning and I was like, wow. And it just, it literally was just a download. And I was like, okay. And I was getting my phone out. I literally just woke up and I was writing for the one with stars in her eyes and the subtitle and, you know, what was going to be on the back cover. And then I think from there, things just kind of started flowing. And I, I wrote poems over um, a few months. I'd be listening to a song one night and it would just trigger so many memories and it would just flow out of me. And then maybe a few days later or a week later, I would listen to something else. Or I remember that was like maybe 10 p.m. one night and I was listening to a Miley Cyrus song and then it triggered, like it just took me back to maybe a week before when I experienced something with a friend and I wrote a poem about that moment in time. And the book is a dedication to my mum who passed away in 2017. And she was an author, a writer, an artist, a mime artist. She did all the creativity things. Um, and she's, she's written a few children's books and lots of poems. And I just remember finding some, you know, I've read a lot of her writing, um, you know, even some recently in the last just before my poetry book came out, like there's a quote at the start and at the end from her writing, just a random little notepad that she wrote. And she wrote poems um, starting, I think, like when she was 21 and I read it and it was it just like touched my soul and I was like, wow, this is incredible that she started writing, you know, her tw- in her 20s as well. Yeah. And, yeah, so the poetry book is you know, I wanted it out by December last year. I was like, no, nah, it's going to be out. And then it didn't come out. And then I was like, January. And I was like, didn't come out. And then I was like, okay, we can take our time. There was just lots of things that I was learning about, like, you know, illustrations and what I really wanted for that and really being like, no, that's not exactly what I want, but this is what I want for, you know, the book. Um, and, you know, I had a lawyer look over like a little contract and I wanted to do everything kind of right in that sense. So it was the most authentic and legit thing coming out um, because I self-published it. 
Um, but yeah, it went live on my mum's birthday on the 17th of June and that's my deadline. I was like, that's the most meaningful date that I could have. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. Um, so I was just really happy that I up, I'm like, as long as it's uploaded to Amazon, I was um, sitting there, my laptop literally has final, final, final. There's about 15, finally final, like file finally names. final draft. Like final draft, I yeah. swear. And then I would upload it to Amazon and they have it shows you what it would look like. And like the pages were slightly off. I was like, no, I want it like perfect. And then I kind of, there was, you know, one little thing that I would move and then it would move something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it kind of, I did like a giveaway and everything, which, you know, in, from past releases of other things, I've learned that, you know, that really gets hype going. Um, and Amazon updates their bestseller every hour. Um, so... Yeah, and then it jumped to the bestseller in like the first day of releasing. I was like, oh, my God, this is so exciting. And then Amazon promotes books that are doing well as well. So they helped me out a little bit. Yeah, that's awesome. But, yeah, so it's been a journey and I forget that I have it sometimes. I'm like, oh, that's right. Don't forget to talk about it. Don't, like, forget that you did this, Yeah, you know. So that's my book and it's available on Amazon worldwide. There you go. <laughs> Quick little plug, guys. Get around it. Yeah. No, that's cool. And I, yeah, obviously, I looked up your website a little bit before you came here and um, had a look at, had a few experts out of the, well, a few poems, two poems actually mm, on there. Yeah. And they were great. They were awesome. Thank you. And what was the idea behind those ones that you picked, obviously, put there? What did I put there? Oh, I don't God, know. Now I got to remember. I think I read them yesterday. <gasps> they can't. seemed like they meant something to you anyway. Mm, I wish I had my book here so I yeah, could like I know. read out. Jeez, come um, on. Amateur, are you supposed to be advertising? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can tell you like the different chapters and maybe yeah. what comes behind that. Um, so the different chapters came to me kind of at the end. There's like there's love, loss, life, being alive and our bodies and like a little bonus which has two poems. Oh, I know one of the poems. I think it's 52, the last poem. And... That was about, there's an illustration, was there an illustration of a girl with like roots going into the earth? I Maybe. don't think I saw an illustration. I think it was just like the expert. Okay, of the, well, uh, oh, poems, okay. Yeah. well, I'll just talk about that one that's I yeah, guess, yeah, coming yeah, to sure. mind. Um, so 52, poem 52, and uh, there's an illustration with a, like a woman standing there and like roots going into the earth. Yeah. And that, you know, because I do so much visualization and meditation and like connecting to the ground and really earthing myself and grounding myself into, you know, if I'm feeling like I just need to be grounded. And that's where that poem came from. And it was, I, I suppose, like just reminding the reader that, you know, we are everything that we need. Like we have everything that we need within us and we can use use the earth and connect. Was where you come from nature, right? Like we're natural beings. Yeah. So coming from the earth, and just bringing that energy up into our bodies to then use to, I guess, thrive in the world and just reconnect to ourselves. And that's how I reconnect to myself and really bring myself into the present. Go or out like, to nature, yeah. Yeah. So, and just remembering that we can use that energy. I think to, it's important yeah. to harness that. Yeah. Like mm. obviously there's energy between us as beings mm. and the people that we interact with and things like that, which you feed off each other, yeah. as you would know. Um, but yeah, there's something about getting back to nature and about like your roots or in your DNA, you just feel freer. You feel mm. like, as you say, grounded when you go to the beach and you got the sand beneath your toes yeah. or you go start climbing a mountain, you feel that fresh air, you know, it's just like, oh, yeah. it feels right. Like you're connecting yeah. to a higher power, if you will, or 
higher energy source that you can draw upon, yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's so, so powerful to know that, you know, 20 minutes of putting your feet in the grass can, it's literally recharging us. I saw, I don't know, on Instagram or something, and, you know, we plug our laptops in and it's the charger from the PowerPoint, that's the laptop's charge. Yeah. And because we're natural beings, like putting our feet in earth or the sand or hugging a tree, um, it's literally recharging us because we've come from that. You know, that's my yeah. beliefs anyway. And, yeah, yeah. Um, there's so many like studies and benefits of like grounding and earthing that, you know, even 20 minutes a day just to recharge if we're feeling a little bit off. I'm like, okay, let's just go eat lunch and put our feet in the grass, you know, and I yeah. always take my shoes off if I can, you know, just to put my feet like in the earth and people are like, what are you doing? I'm like, trust me, it works. It works. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I definitely, I believe, yeah. I mean, mm. that's why it's funny when you said, should I take my shoes off before I come in? And I was like, I always go bare feet anyway. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm at home or like free unless mm. I'm in bare feet. Oh, so she true. socks on or whatever, but yeah. it just just feels better like that. I don't know how people walk around with shoes inside. Like yeah. I just don't understand it, other that's than the true. fact of dragging mud or anything through your house. but um. I'm going to drag mud today. That's my intention. Yeah, I suppose when I go to other people's places, I'm like, maybe it's like a polite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that yeah. One, People you know, are different, obviously. We're all different. Mm. And yeah. That, but you get you get home and then you take your f- shoes off and then you actually feel your feet on the ground. You're like, oh. Yeah, relax. You like can unwind. Freeing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It's got to be something to do with like the charging of it too, with like the sun obviously affecting you know, the ground, like it's all like this energy flow of things. Yeah, 100%. And the sun is so, you know, if you're sick, go and lie in the sun for 20 minutes, yeah. like a day. Oh, and that's, it's, that's, that's amazing, yeah. Like vitamin D has so, I don't know the benefits off the top of my head, but it's so beneficial. We have so many resources in our, like the tips of our fingers for free, like ocean, grass, the sun, you know, Food, good food, you know, and the sun is just, you feel so good when you're in the sun, well, right? Well, you feel better when you eat the food and the yeah. nutrients that actually comes out of the ground rather 100%. than the stuff that's made, you know, in a lab or what have you, yeah. you know, or with the additives and the preservatives mm. and all those things on them. You yeah. feel shit. Your body's yeah. like, what the hell are you doing to me? Yeah. It's like, re- abort, abort mission. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. no, it's, um, yeah. And I, in like, in the book, I do like talk about Mother Nature because it is such it's been such a big part of my life to be, you know, the ocean is just, for me, I need the ocean to, you know, if I, you know, fun fact, if you scream underwater, Nobody no one can, can hear, hear you. you. <laughs> so if you need a good scream, just go dive in the water. It, I've tested it. It's yeah, fine. That works. Yeah, yeah. I guess a pool works as well if you do it that way. Although you might swallow some chlorine or salt, <laughs> or salt water in the ocean well, you, too, right? It's like you open your mouth, but you don't, you don't swallow any of it. But what about when you run out of breath? Well, then you just go up and you go... And then you go wait for a wave to come and you're like. Just come out of water screaming and pulling your hair out. People are like, what's that crazy lady I'm doing? like, Hi, I'm crazy okay. below the surface, not above. Yeah, literally. Yeah. No one can see you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. And like, so that's obviously an integral part of the, mm. of the book is with nature and that connection and everything. Mm. Um, so in regards to your inspiration from your mum, worth doing all this. Obviously, you're on your own creative journey with everything and mm. it's probably where you got a lot of it from, right? Yes, yeah. So was it kind of like a thing for you of um, remembering or not not letting go but remembering these things and like a purpose for you mm. to put that out in that regard? Did that, was it some a bit of a healing process or more of a connection that you still felt, feel with your mum all the time doing the creative arts, you know? Yeah, I think it's a bit of both. Um, 
I found that writing in the past has been very healing to move through things that um, maybe is still lingering. I'm like, oh, like I, that was years ago. I don't want to really be thinking about that anymore. Yeah. But with this, it was more so. I think I wanted to dedicate, like, I wanted to dedicate it to her because I knew, like, before she passed away, she was maybe halfway, three quarters of a way through, like, a novel, and um, like what I wanted to do what my plan is, you know, to release my own stuff and then kind of work on my own writing and then to release her stuff because she's had some really beautiful things like children's books and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, it was more so to connect with that part of her uh, through poetry and writing because it was such a big part of her. And, yeah, as I look back, I'm like, wow, no wonder why I'm like I like why I am why I am. Like why I am. You are the way you are. Well, yeah, why that. I am the way I am. <laughs> um, because she was so so creative. Um, I looked at like a like a notepad that she'd written. Like, if I could do anything, what would it be? The top one was actor. I was like, I did not no know way. that. Mom. And she never spoke to you about that not sort of thing. Acting like she did mime and theater and stuff, yeah. and then she stopped. And um, she was always so worried about me acting because I wouldn't if I wasn't going to make enough money. And I was like, mum, I just want to act and I want to travel. Yeah. And that's all I wanted to do. And then, um, but yeah, it's more so a, more so, yeah, connecting to her in that part of her and to remember her. Like, yeah. you know, this book's going to be out forever. Exactly. I don't know. And it's going to, always going to have like dedication to mum. And I hope from this then people will be like, okay, Anna's releasing something. What is it? What is it? And it'll be, you know, a children's book by Alison Tuck. And then, like, I don't know, whatever. Like, Yeah, somebody may connect the dots yeah. and find her work online yeah. or like wherever. I'll have my yeah. name on there maybe. I don't know, you know. Yeah. And it's just like dedicating, remembering and allowing others to remember her as well. I think that's the biggest thing. Did you have anyone reach out? Like are you close to any of her friends or relatives that have sort of? Um. Not so much in regards to the book yet. Yeah. A lot of them, there's, uh, I don't know, not everyone knows it's, it's out there. Yeah, okay. Um, but I reached out to my long-lost godparents, actually. I went, fun fun fact, fun story, I went to get like a bone density scan and the lady who came out to do it, she was like, um, what are your parents' names? I was like, uh, Alison and Peter. And she was like, oh, I'm Dot. I was like, oh, Dot. And like we had, we lost contact with them for ages and she's like an editor and I got her to edit part of the book as well. So she yeah, was right. able to read that and my mum's best friends read it and she's been really touched by it. So it's really nice to hear that from, and my dad read it. He's like, Anna, I'm really proud of you. Sweetheart, I'm really proud of you. I was like, thanks dad. <laughs> you read all of them. You know everything about me now. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's really nice to hear that. It's amazing how that connection came about too after you write the book and you go and do something like yeah. that within your health and mm. you meet a long lost It's crazy. It's, I was like, Dad, I just met Dawn. It's meant Dawn. to be. It's what? meant to be. Yeah. It was crazy and she, yeah, they were just both so grateful. So Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Mm. So you've recently moved back to the coast. I have. Good old Gold back, Coast. Back to the JC. So originally you're from Sydney. <laughs> yes. And you've been in Sydney so chasing the acting game and mm -hmm. everything else there. Yeah. So I, yeah, born in Sydney and then grew up northern New South Wales. And then I was only on the Gold Coast for maybe three Three years? Three, yeah, three, three and a half years. And then Can I was like. Pull that up just a little bit. Like that? Yep, that's it. Yep. 
taller mic over here. I know. I keep trying to adjust my posture. We were laughing about this before the podcast and it's slightly shorter than me, but she has uh, extend, we've had to extend the mic for her, first female guest. I'm and now I'm constantly honest. recorrecting every time I look I at it. you. I God love damn it. Um, yeah, and then I moved to Sydney, um, start of 2018. Uh yeah, to follow acting. I was like, I'm just being called down there. This is where it's at at the moment. I'm not really feeling it. I need a change, get out of my comfort zone kind of vibe. Um, and yeah, I love Sydney. I loved it. A lot of growth, but now I'm back. So how did you find the differences? You were acting a little bit when you're here, obviously. Mm. And this is what I was almost mentioning before the podcast. Yes. You actually auditioned for my film Grind at one point. Did I? That rang the bell. It was back, <gasps> I think, 2018. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, and it was funny because I listened to one of your podcasts today and you were talking to your friend Laura on there about speaking Spanish. She was learning French and there was actually a Spanish soap opera scene in the film, in the script. And I was <gasps> like, oh, that's, that's oh a funny God. correlation right there that wow. I just realised. Yeah. That just definitely rings a bell. Yeah. So yeah, it was like playing a, a character opposite me um, in the in the film, and yeah, like oh, that's what I was. Gonna I didn't say. get it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the podcast for your reaction. No, oh, you were, the thing was you you had an amazing audition, and that's what I wanted to say. You were like top two, top three within the group. It okay. was yeah, 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 okay. and it was like it was more on the look because we wanted a really mm. Spanish looking, as you know what it's like in this game sometimes. Um, mm. that the chick that we ended up casting in it, she was, although your audition was really outstanding and obviously one of the better ones, she's had that sort of authentic vulnerability look because she was a lot of greener of an actress and it's mm. kind of just fit the role in what we were doing and she okay. could speak fluent Spanish well, and helps. Portuguese as well okay. because she was Brazilian. And mm. yeah, it just kind of served the role. But I wanted to say that because yours, audition, I should pull this up actually. <laughs> I, I want to see I it. I want to see if I've still got it somewhere. But no, I wanted to say because it was an amazing performance and it was like, it was one of those things where it was just so hard to pick as it comes down mm. to in this thing. And there was like two or three that were just really outstanding and yours wow. was the best performance. It was just slightly on... What we were looking for that character that you missed out, but you were like this. And uh, yeah, it's just wow. funny because I haven't, I don't think I've met you before now, no. but we've probably been around similar circles yeah. at times. Um, obviously, a smaller mm-hmm. thing in Queensland, uh, the way it goes. But yeah, um, yeah it was just funny because that was like the only connection that I had to you. I was like, oh, yeah, she auditioned. I was, well, I was like, okay, where, like, where's the connection? Yeah. You know, um, wow. What year was that? 2018, I think I put it out. So it would have been, yeah, I would say 2018. We did wow. get it out pretty good. It could have been 2017 though, yeah, okay. that we shot it, yeah. Oh, All the start of 2018. I want to yeah. see if you have that audition. Yeah, I, I want to see I if mean, I've I got might some, have it on my it's laptop. It's probably online somewhere, I would say, of where we got mm. you to upload it to or send it in, I'm thinking. Might be on Vimeo or something because I know you've got clips. I actually watched mm. a few of your reels on I your website. It. I love it. Yeah. Hire this girl right now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, if you want to check that out, anapatch.com. Okay, a, dot au. The dot au, sorry. <laughs> but we, yeah. couldn't, we couldn't get dot com at a sad time, but yeah, anyway. Well, dot com au, it, it works. Yeah, it makes sense. But uh, yeah, yeah, and I watched a few of your reels. Um, what did I watch? Your comedic, actually, I watched like probably four of them, I think, or four scenes. Mm-hmm. Um but you do like to play the sassy, bitchy character a little bit. Or, do I? Yeah, a little bit. There's a little bit <laughs> Look, of sass I, in a lot I, of those scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think the ones I really liked, there was one, you did a bathroom one where you're wrapped in a towel and you came out. Is Going that what Chris. you did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, 
There was one when you're sitting down on a couch and you were talk. You're talking to your. I think a lot of them were with your flatmates and the people you're living with. Mm, but yeah, mm, yeah, like that self-tapes. one was a really good scene. I'm trying to think of what it was. I watched so many of them. Um, was it the? Um, she has like a one night stand. And she I tells watched that one to today away. as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, because you come out in the guy's shirt yeah. and you told him to go away in the yeah. middle of the night. That was a good scene. Yeah, I th- I really think mm, you, That was you a lot of fun, one. that one. Yeah, yeah, you could tell. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> it was, fun. Was, it, was it a white girl behind the camera yeah. trying to be a little, <laughs> a little urban, shall we say? Oh, I don't think she was trying. There was the last couple of lines where she just went full urban. Oh, and yeah, I just, yeah. I had to laugh. It was like, fun. It was just, like yeah, she, yeah. she went for it. And I was like, thank you for doing that because it got me. No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like it had that effect. And, mm. and that's funny, right? With yeah, because she was have, pushing me she, because she yeah. wasn't getting the result. I was yeah, like, she was fine, getting, like, shut up. I'm going to, I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it had that good adverse reaction mm. for you and you could play off of it. And it's so key to have that with a reader. Like, yeah, it's hard she's a sometimes, great reader. right? Yeah. Like you do these auditions and they're always last minute and as they generally always are. And you got to get a reader in and sometimes it's like someone that isn't an actor either and it's different like because you've got no eyeline to work with because they're looking at the bit of paper not knowing what to do. I mean, I've done it heaps recently yeah. and for some big auditions too when I couldn't get because mm. of the times. And um, yeah, it was just, it, it was interesting. But yeah, that was, there was some good scenes in there that you had going. Thanks. Yeah. So you actually had on there that, I don't know if you've filmed it yet, but you were writing your own short film there. Yeah. Did you end up getting a chance to shoot no, that? Because of yet. the times. And yeah. we don't, don't even need to mention it because we've gone like this long without even mentioning what we shouldn't mention. So No, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, neither do I. Um, no, well, look, I, so I was meant to shoot it. Um, it might come up like a tiny bit, then we can move on. Yeah. Um, uh, so I was meant to film my short film, I don't know, maybe Feb, March last year. Yeah. And then it was very rushed, a big learning curve because I, the original reason that I was going to do it was to get an agent. That was what my mentor said. She's like, if you want these agents, you're going to have to get um, an idea for it would to be maybe to do a short film. I was like, great, let's do that. And I think the intention starting off was that I don't need a short film to get an agent. I don't need anyone with a name to get me an agent. It's like I can trust my own self my yeah. own self with that. So that's what I, that's the biggest lesson that I learned from that. But I was meant to film it. And then the weekend, Sydney went into lockdown for like five months. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that I didn't do it because it was way too rushed. I was like, I found really good people to work with. But again, it was like people dropped off. People, I, I was learning, it was a big learning curve. Um, but that's my goal for the year is to have at least one short film. Yeah. I'm really like just focusing this year. But yeah, that's on. On one quality short film that you put out yourself, yeah. Yeah. And then um, you act in as well, yeah, obviously, yeah. Yeah. So I want to write it, but also just have someone like edit it and like a co-writer. I want to have the ideas. Yeah. Because script editing, uh, sorry, script writing is still kind of a skill that I'm working yeah. on. But I have the ideas. I, I have so many ideas. I constantly working yeah. on writing, yeah. Yeah. Or the whole pursuit mm. endeavor in itself, yeah. Yeah, so that's um, – I'm starting a three-month um, – not mentorship, mastermind with a um, girl called Izzy Stevens. She's Australian but she's based in LA now and okay. she's amazing. And I worked with her for a month last year with her mastermind and this time around it's three months and I'm really going to be nutting out like a – 
it's going to happen. And yep. I'm very excited because I can bring lots of people that I want on and yeah, just, you know, yeah. the whole, I love being on set and I'm just really excited for that. Yeah, that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. Well, it was interesting you said there because um, you said the same thing with the poem about wanting to rush things and put them out and do them. And it's a natural reaction as a creative to want to be just like, I want to do the thing now and let's go, you know, yeah. and having that time to let these things marinate these ideas in your mind or, mm. and you know, like they grow obviously yeah. as they do from their organic self and in your imagination, you think of little things to add to it as you go. But is that a constant thing you find with your pursuits and what you're doing that, I mean, that's twice now you've mentioned it. So yeah. that's why I bring it up. Uh -huh. um, but I know the feeling myself as well. When you're first in the game, you're just like, let's get the camera. Let's fucking go. A hundred percent. And you just want to, because the feeling of being on set, there's nothing like it mm. when, you're, when you're putting that out there and you're with your tribe and you're a bunch of people that you really get along with. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 yeah, look, you, we want, Things we want to control things. That's the biggest thing I learned in the last few years was letting go of control. Yeah. In every aspect of life. I feel you. Yeah. And I was like, I want to control everyone and what they're doing. Everyone should be home. That was me. I was so like, ah. And now I'm like, oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I've worked through that. But even with like the short film and like the book and everything, I have learned from that that everything does happen when it's meant to happen. We have a timeline. Time's not even a thing. Time's man-made. Just going to put that out there. Um, the universe doesn't work on man-made time. So yeah. it's like it works on so alignment. It's a construct and, that we put together, yeah. Exactly. And, you know, things happen when they're meant to happen, when you're feeling your most authentic self and most aligned with what's happening. And, yeah, letting things marinate and ideas to come. You know, you could be walking down the street and an idea will hit you and you're like, oh, my gosh, that's going to change the whole game, you know. Yeah. And I think it's really important to, you know, have like a deadline, but don't be upset if it doesn't happen on that day. It might be like a week later or a month later, but then you'll look back and be like, oh, wow, I'm so glad because that person came in that day and they really changed everything for me. So I think it's really just accepting where you are in the journey of it. Yeah. Is and really the journey, obviously. It's so cliche to say, but yeah. It's it, so true though. It's, yeah, the control like, yeah, it's something you have to learn though, mm. I think. Oh, and you 100%. can only learn that yeah. in the field, you know, and it's hard mm. to question anything, you know, yeah. in the field that the way you act and and it's just with that, I mean, that it's just time. It just oh, comes 100%. time, right? And yeah. you, you learn that it's a maturity thing. Like mm. I think the control, like wanting to control everything around you and sometimes things yeah. you just can't, like no. it's completely out of control. And once you realize that, because honestly, I've had the same thing. Mm. Um, maybe not wanting to control everyone, but like control <laughs> as in yeah, look. control yeah. the things that you're trying to create and what's going on around it. Mm. And just, but the, the beautiful thing is with in this industry and creating is that you're bringing all these people together with different talents, you know, to create something together, yeah. not just exactly your vision, so but you've got to stay true to your vision and what you mm. think for the project, especially if you're directing or whatever, or your yeah. executive producer or what have you, you have a vision for it. Mm. But yeah, like welcoming in those other people and their ideas is, is what can sometimes make it yeah. amazing, a lot better 100%. because they can add to it, you know, and it's like something that you're not seeing because you're like just straight down the line, yeah. you're like, it has to be this Nothing way. Else. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, eventually, um, yeah, when you learn that, it's a maturity in the game, I think, and, and, and it will help you in all yeah. realm of what you're trying to do and understanding yeah. of characters too and things mm. like that because mm. obviously yeah. you're playing characters, you're sort of playing yourself, but you're not, like you're using things of yourself and I found that that can hinder like your own performance when you feel that way. Like, yeah, believe me, I've, I've, yeah, I've had this yeah. and, and time to reflect of things. And, and some, I realized, man, like I just wasn't even, I don't even think I was ready to do that. 
at the time yeah, at all. Like, and, mm. and, that, and now I'm glad that I went through all that because now I'm in a better position to actually do what I need to do because what would happen if something big had gone yeah. down and I got a great opportunity mm. and I was still with that same mindset, I, would, I probably would have fallen over. 100%. I would have fallen over then, you know. Yeah. And so you learned it and you take it in your stride and mm. you just keep going. It like builds up the, it just builds up the muscle of, the trust muscle, the letting go of control muscle. It's, you know, like going to the gym, it's the mindset. If we work on our mindset and, you know, accepting what is, it it strengthens that. And next time, you know, you get a no for an audition or someone says, oh, sorry, I can't do that. Or um, it's like, okay, that's fine. Like not meant to be. That's just where I'm at now. It's just like, yep, cool. Yeah. Like I trust that. You Obviously you're not meant to be here. You're not meant to be here. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely I did like a – like a three month course, um, yeah, end of twenty twenty, and they're they're saying is the journey is the destination. The destination is the journey. The journey is the destination. And when I heard that, I was like, oh my gosh! The journey because, is the destination. Yeah, yeah that sounds right. Because yeah. it's always we always we have like an end. An we end. think we have we an end goal we where we're yeah. gonna make it yeah. at some point, but yeah. But it's like, you know, we'll achieve that and be like, okay, cool, what's next? What's next? What's next? It's like, yeah. that's just the journey. And then that means when I heard that, I was like, okay, that means I'm already here. I've already done it. <gasps> yes, amazing, great. You know, and that just shifted everything. I'm like, okay, there's, you know, always going to be things that we can achieve and we can grow into and whatnot. But we don't have to just focus solely on things like way in the future. It's like, okay, cool, if we achieve this today, great. Mm celebrate that because that's part of the journey and the journey is a destination. Therefore, you've already achieved it and you're already there, if that makes sense. You're that's how my brain goes. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, well, you put oh parameters God. on yourself yeah. if you think that it's there mm. and you're like, mm. you're constantly just seeing past that. You miss things, mm. Like, mm. like cars on the road going by, like you're yeah. missing the thing that could help you along the, along the track. Yeah, And it could be the smallest thing or, you know, one person that changes everything. It literally takes one second yeah. for something to change, you know, and it, it's just being open to that every day, walking out. I'm open to miracles. I'm open to it. And, and being then you open feel good. is a huge part of this. 100%. Because if you're closed off, you can't welcome anything in. You're mm. the same with the energy that we were talking about before as well yeah. and the energy from people, you know. If you mm. close yourself off, then yeah. how do you expect to get the things you want, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah. if people, you know, we can read energy. I think I was I was listening to your uh, your Andrew, your interview with Andrew Cripps. Yeah, yeah. I had him on my podcast oh, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, no and way. I was like, where did I, I was like, I couldn't remember where I met met him, but we worked on Fright Night together. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. you guys are talking about energy and reading energies. And I think that's so true because you can read energies. You know, even casting directors say it, like we can read your energy when you walk into the room. Yeah, even if they don't realise what they're reading. Mm. And that's the same with people that don't understand, I was going to say common people, that's a bit weird. But nor, like people yeah. like just going about their their thing, like you know mm. when you get a bad vibe off someone or a good vibe, 100%. that's an energy read whether you understand it in that regard yeah. or not or want to admit to that, the woo-woo of the whole thing. But um, I know, I know. But it's just, it's <laughs> yeah. the same with like, and I bring this back to animals as well. Mm. It's because you know when animals don't like you or don't like yeah. somebody, there's generally a reason behind that and it's probably the intentions that you're giving mm. off and they bring it back to a simple barrier because they've obviously not got as many brain cells as most humans. Um, <laughs> humans Where's the one? <laughs> but it's just because that's what they're mm. feeding off. Like they're basically running off that energy that, um, that they're feeling off you yeah. and that's why like it's, I don't know, you can be, I, I consider myself, generally pretty playful kind of energy. And every time I'm like running down the 
the river or something and there's dogs, they always want to come running off their lead and come at me and like it. just like it. chase me yeah. or whatever they're doing, like just to play along. It's just mm. must be the energy I give up. It happens to me every single time. I love it. And That's it's great. great. Um, yeah. But I just like, and Aaron's like, it doesn't normally act like this. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's I don't me. Know why. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just good energy. Yeah. It's, not, yeah, it's me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's um something. Yeah, I think. And and that's what like animals are fantastic for that in that regard. And I think we do have animalistic urges and instincts well, about us, you know. Yeah. We, we develop from that no matter mm. what you want to, you know, yeah. think a uh, conspiracy theorist. But um, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's, it's, it's a cool thing to tap into, I think. Mm. And it's like being an actor and being a creative as well as you want to be in touch with that in a child, you know, they always speak about it in class and things like that. And yeah. um, it, you find that creative people on it really do have that, you know, and that's why you get along with them. And it's like your little kids again yeah, when you're on set yeah. kind of thing. You it's do so stupid things. Yeah. Speaking of Andrew Cripps, yeah, he's yeah. one of my favorite people to have on set because me and him just have this crazy energy. And when we see each other, yeah, like it's thing, just yeah. like, whoa. And, and I don't know like, how it's what? like for everyone like, oh. else, but yeah, yeah, it's just funny, man. We have the most fun on set. Like, and it's always those big, um, mm. the bigger whole, you know, productions yeah. down, down there. And you're there for like, you need to have fun. 12 to 16 yeah. hours or something. Yeah. And, and especially if you're doing extras work or something mm. like that, it's just, it makes the time so much funner and you come up with some awesome stuff. But yeah. harnessing that and tapping into it is just so important for like yeah. your general mental health mm. and way of life, I think, 100%. as well as the grounding of yourself. Yeah. 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 No, when I get into the ocean, I'm like a five-year-old. I'm like, wee! I'm yeah. like dive, jumping into the waves. I'm like smashing this side, diving like a dolphin. I'm like, this is so much fun. And, you know, that's, creativity in another world, in, in another way. Yeah. And then, again, being more open because you're just in the moment of being, being free. there. And, yeah, yeah, being free, being like a little kid. I look at kids making sandcastles. I'm like, can I please join? join? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to, can I, why am I not doing that? Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like, why am I lying on the sand where I could be in the sand? I don't you get know? how people are able to just slide there and like tan or whatever or thing, be on their phones know? and take a million <laughs> selfies. Look, maybe I'll take one. I'm at the beach, but <laughs> put that up and there, there we go. This guy's laughing. <laughs> He's probably seen it before. But yeah, look, you got to let yeah. people know, man, what's up. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's fun. Like I'm always like, I'm, I'll bring a ball. And it's funny when I go with people that don't want to kick a ball around or something like that. I'm just like, what are we what doing are here? Doing? Like, you know, I'm going to go in the ocean and yeah. I'm like, I'm a water rat as well. Like mm. I just, you get me in there. I don't need a board. I don't need nothing. Nah. I'm just going to go body surf out yeah. there for like an hour or two until <laughs> like, I'm absolutely I need, exhausted. Yeah. I need to go in. I need to be my own parent and be like, okay, Anna, yeah. we've got the day to do. We've got things to do. I'm like, no, just like five more minutes. You're swimming oh. past the flags, love coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll float and I'll get back out. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I can stay in the water all day if I could. And so, then friends are like, I'm going in. I'm like, okay, I'll be in there in like 10 seconds. And then like, there's me just going under 10 minutes later. I'm like, sorry. Just had just got distracted by the beauty of it all. <laughs> all it's amazing. Fun. Well, yeah. coast is a good place to be. Yeah. So yeah. I love the sunny coast. Like for mm. me, I like I okay, like the vibe of the sunny coast a lot more yeah. than the Gold Coast. Although okay. I love the Gold Coast, you know, and the people down like mm. the people of a lot of friends down there. Sunny Coast for me has just got that energy about it where it's a little more relaxed and oh, chilled. It's so and much it's more just chilled. it's yeah. amazing. Like and I just yeah, I feel like I harness and I vibe with it a lot more. Than what I do down the Gold Coast. Yeah, well, you got to trust that. And just go with yeah, that. I, you know? Yeah, I do. And often I'll just go for a mission. Like if no one's keen, I'll just go up there by myself. You know, nice. it's great. Yeah, like, I think it's nice just to have that freedom. To be like, okay, cool, I'm going by myself. Have a day. Yeah, yeah. And that's exactly it. Mm. Yeah, just that. But and it, it's it's vital. Like I used to do it all the time when I first moved over here, and now it gets so crazy mm. with work and doing all this sort of stuff. It's yeah. like you lose sight of the time, and it's just the same thing with this. And it's like 
you lose sight of yourself sometimes, like, because you can be so constantly going at it and with that mindset. Mm. I know I was when I first started out in the game. I was like, holy shit, I've never felt like this before. Just so passionate about something and putting so much energy into it and the people that you're mm. meeting and everything that you're vibing with, you're like, fuck, let's yeah, just, let's go. 100%, yeah. But there's a point where you burn yourself out. And you spoke about it briefly on the podcast that I listened to. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Um, and that's a huge learning curve in mm. itself for you. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just... Burnout's real. Yeah. It's so real. I remember I was thinking about it on the way up actually and I was so in my masculine for so many years, like hustle, 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 go, go, go. This is the only way things are going to happen. And then I was working with a coach, like a life spiritual coach, and we worked a lot on balancing it out in more into the feminine, yeah. um, which is more flow, ease. And I got way too into the feminine where I was like at the beach for three hours and I was like, I've got all this work to do, but it's so nice. Um, but... Yeah, and but like hustling and going all the time leads to burnout. I, I was working seven days a week or like doing work. Like on a Saturday I would do a podcast or I would do an inter, uh, sorry, a, uh, an email to like my email list. And I remember the first Saturday where I was like, no, nah, I'm having a weekend. I sat there the whole time with my friends thinking, I need to be home, I need to be home, I need to be home. And my friend was like, yeah, I can, I can get that off you. I was like, I just, I need to be working, I need to be doing stuff. And then... So it's like now it's like a balance. I've got the balance. It took me a few years because, you know, we're so conditioned to hustle and go and go and go and go and go. Busy's busy's productive. Busy's like what you want to be striving for. It's like, no, we can still achieve so much when we're, you know, we all we all have feminine and masculine energies, no matter if we're female, male, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. And it's more so like the energy of like taking action over like, flow or, um, you know, action, masculine or relaxing, resting, feminine, bringing those energies in. And burnout comes from hustling and being busy and not taking a moment to breathe. And yeah, I learned that the hard way because I burnt out and I got this, like Chris would know because that scene that I had the the prison scene where I come out and I've got the toothbrush. Oh, that's a prison scene. Yeah. Well, it could be anything. Yeah, okay. I didn't see it as a prison scene. Did you notice my eye? Yes. So that wasn't makeup. I wasn't going to bring it up. (laughs) So I had, I don't know what it was, but it was. I thought it was the foot and I saw, and I noticed it. It It's funny because I don't, yeah, I'm pretty observant. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I I watched your other videos. I'm like, it's not there. Was I tripping out when I was watching that video? (laughs) I was like, like, okay, this is working because it looks like I've been punched in the face a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, But that came from. That was burnout. Like I look back, like I just know that it won't come back because I just have a feeling that I'm like, that was just that period in my life and it was painful. And it was like my body screaming, being like, you need to slow down. Because I, it happened twice. It came when I came back from overseas, um, traveling. And then it came back again and I came up here for a friend's birthday actually and I filmed that scene. And that was my body just screaming, you need to stop. It's like it gets to the point where our bodies physically tell us stop yeah. you need to slow down and I got to that point I was like whoa something needs to change I need to just slow the f down because I don't I can't have this on my face all the time you know yeah um so, so that was what, a big wake what up what would call. you want to explain just for people that are listening? oh yeah, yeah so I had like a um uh it was like a inflammation on my eye yeah and it was very painful I was putting like uh I think I was putting heat on it like daily or ice. I can't remember. I think it was ice, but it was a big like lump on my eye, inflammation, red, sore. And it made you like 
twitch or blink a lot, like on that eye. Mm. That's what I. That's what I was noticing personally. Really? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of remember that. Yeah, I thought I was like, has she got like a nervous twitch oh, going no, or no, no. something oh. like you were just yeah, like it blinking, whole but eye. it was slightly looked swollen. Yeah, it was yeah, very swollen just and ever red. so slightly. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, is it the camera that it's on? <laughs> the, the the angle that it was shooting or what? Like I was trying to. Sorry, Chris, I didn't know you shot it. <laughs> I mean, it's really well shot. I yeah, love no, it. it is. It's, it's great. It's great. It's beautiful. Um, but yeah, it was very, yeah. So red, in, inflamed, swollen, yeah. just on a fun time. It was very painful. Yeah. And that I put that down to burnout because yeah, my okay. body was like, stop, slow down. Like you need to chill. Just the mind's just overload of yeah. and stress. And yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously you feel it in your temple. Mm. You know when you've got tight temples yeah. or something like that. And yeah. you're like, oh shit, I'm so stressed out. And yeah. I think it's, and then from, you know, having weekends off, I learned that it's okay, we can... When we're in flow and we're chilling out, we're at the beach or with friends, not thinking about anything to do with work or career, that's when you'll get a text and you'll book a job or you'll get an idea. It's like, wow. Yeah. You know, like I went to a spa last time I was up with a friend. I was like, yep, cool. I'd love some more fit modeling work. Put it out there. Didn't think about it. My agent texted me. She goes, hey, Anna, you just booked some work. I'm like, oh my God, I was just in the in the pool or I was like lying in the sun. You know, things because you're, again, coming back to openness of yeah. like you're, when you're in that state of relaxation or flow or just being, not doing. It's like being versus doing. And we have to have like, it's finding the balance of all that. Yeah. And just being present or being in your body or, you know, just being with your friends. That's when you're open. You need that as well. Yeah. yeah. It's essential. Yeah. Like you just can't hustle and grind that whole time. No. Like it's, it's so vital to have yeah. those grounding moments as we mm. spoke about before or chill time and yeah. me time, relax mm. time with friends is important. It's good to laugh and, you know, and have fun. And that's just so good for the soul. You know, you feel yeah. it when you've had it. You're like, wow, I haven't yeah. done that for a while. Why don't I do the more of this? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah, I think like me time is really important as well. You know, take yourself to the beach or do a journaling session like on the grass, by the ocean or whatever it is, you know, all in the desert. I don't know, wherever you live in the world. Um, yeah, to recharge and to reflect. And I think it's, um, yeah, good to come back to yourself as well and um, not forget who you are and not to forget to celebrate everything you're doing and just to reflect. I think reflection is really important too. Yeah, mm. to see how far you've come. Mm. Yeah, And it's so hard. And I think like these things that we're speaking about and don't get um, – like for those of you are listening that are in the game or watching um, that are starting out early on as well, oh, think that it's like it's not good to hustle because mm. you need a goddamn oh, hustle and do your thing because that's that's well, what yeah. it's like and that's what gets you good things in the game. There's just a balance over that mm. and it's something that you learn after like five or six years of like going so hard that you burn yourself out yeah. or whatever Wake and you up. figure that I need to do things a little mm. differently because mm. this just ain't working and it affects the quality of your performances and stuff and yeah. all hundred percent um admit to that myself you know and I realized mm. when when it happened to me um in a big way that I just wasn't in the place to be doing justice to the work that I was doing you know I still got some good scenes out and stuff and I'm like how did I even do like now I'm so much more relaxed I can approach this work in such a different way I'm I'm just there now mm. before I was just go 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 and I got to get this done and I got to say yeah. the lines I got to learn the lines I got to do this I got to do so that true. and it helps you to be in the moment with your life and with your acting or whatever it is you're pursuing really mm. in life and tapping into the best part of you the best brilliance yeah. that is you Mm. And that's just so important to booking a gig or putting the best work out that you possibly can, really. Yeah, 100%. And I think over the last few years, I've re-kind of, I still, you, mm, I 
don't really use the word hustle anymore. I use the word inspired action. Okay. So that comes into like manifestation. Yeah, I like that, yeah. Um, so you get an idea and then you take action on it and then the action, you get that idea for a reason and that action is coming to you for a reason because of what you're wanting to bring into your life and it's taking that inspired action and it's action, it's the doing, it's the masculine kind of energy, but it's not like, oh my God, I have to hustle, 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 ah, burnout. It's like inspired action, cool, this feels good. I'm going to email some people today. I'm going to work on a script. I'm going to start looking at podcast stuff. And for me, that's so much lighter and like, okay, cool, I'm taking inspired action. This is good. This is leading to me to where I want to be instead of like, oh my God, I have to hustle. Ah. Yeah. But you know, that's but When you're me. forcing yourself to yeah. do it and you're not going to put that quality no, in because, and you just, yeah. it's going to show in the work. It's like some days you might be really, really productive, like a few days in a row and then there'll be one day where it's like, I just, I'm not feeling it today or there's something off or whatever it is. And that's just normal. And I think, you know, there's a lot of pressure to be like on, like we were saying before, on constantly. And I think if you have a day or two that you don't technically do any work or hustle, that's okay because that's the feminine, that's the flow, that's the kind of just being, you know. Um, and guys, by feminine, she doesn't mean you're being a pussy if you're encouraging that either. No, no, no. Just no. putting that out there. You got to flow. You got to relax. Go to the beach. You can still be a man and chill. Yes. It's okay. Yes. Bro like, time. I you call have, it bro time. It's, it's your <laughs> chill time. It's your yeah. relaxation time. Yeah. Um, it's your coming back to yourself and grounding. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I 100% agree like with that. Like checking the time. Is it 10 hours later? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I like to keep an eye. Yeah. As you no. say, now that I look down. Yeah, I was like, yeah, what's yeah, he looking yeah. at? Oh, um, I gotta, I gotta keep an eye, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, actually I making sure I'm still freaking recording, you know. <laughs> half the time. That. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's how what I look at it. I look at it as inspired action. Yeah, it's like the idea comes to you, take action on it, and that's still doing doing. You know, the hustle mentality, the hustle part of it, I suppose. So for you, um, you're talking about a lot about, you know, the grounding and things like this and all this. So you do mindset coaching and things like that or you do a lot yourself for yourself and then you try to give back to other people? Is that sort of the thought process behind it all? So it's been a journey. Um, I launched a business a couple of years ago of like mindset coaching, mentoring, and then I put on pause for quite a while because that wasn't I was doing it because I think I, sh- I should do it and I don't like to do things because I think I should do it. It's because I want to do it. And now it's more, I'm still, you know, it's still an offer. It's still there and I still really love helping people and I've had some courses in the past on like manifestation and mindset and I've had a couple of one-on-one clients, which has been really, really cool. But my one of my biggest my biggest purpose, I guess, in life or my, my why is... Um, inspiring people to do what they love through me doing what I love or through mentoring. And it's really just like giving back daily on Instagram or Facebook or a podcast or YouTube, whatever it is. And I hope that people see that if I can do these things, that they can do it too. We're not here for doing something that we don't want to be doing in life. And that's a really big belief of mine. And that's what I try to do with everything that I do. But yeah, I've got you know, I do mentoring. It's definitely open and everyone's just so different, but it's mainly like mindset kind of reframing the brain and coming to terms with how we can really create our reality. I had a program, it was called Create, about, you know, we are the creators of our life and we get to choose what we do and that, you know, where we are now today is a 
result of a past thought or a past action or multiple actions and thoughts, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of that world with that. Yeah, because I noticed obviously um, with your podcast too, I had a little look and what you had out there and you're doing short ones as well, you know, and, you know, like 10-minute ones. So for you, is that like your kind of more personal blog, if you will, that you're putting out there in the radio waves, so to speak, but mm. of like checking in with yourself and checking in with other people and just letting you know how you're feeling, you know, and, and what you're doing at the moment and just to bring them more in on a personable level. Yeah, it's those short ones. There's a couple of reasons why I was doing that. Uh, yeah, but the main reason was like something that I had learned recently or I had gone through that I just wanted to share with some, um, you know, with people listening in case it, you know, help them in some way. Yeah. That's the biggest reason why I did the podcast. And I do just love to talk about life. Um, and just talk in general. Yes, I could go all day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I kind of got to, so yeah, mainly just like, you know, reflecting on what I was going through in life, like a lesson I had learned that week, for example. Yeah. yeah. So it's uh, more of like a, an audio journal, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, I like that. Audio journal. That's what I felt like mm. you know, when I, I read a few, you know, of your write-ups for what you're doing. I, I saw you're doing a few shorter ones and it's a couple longer ones mm. with um, with people that you had on. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's what I felt. And then after reading like through your website and things like that, like mm. I can tell, like you wrote it yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and got someone to look over it or whatever. Yeah. 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 Like you could just tell like it was sort of, yeah, you could, I don't know. That's the feeling that I got from it, like mm. a, a, a pers the personalized thing, you know, which I think is important, like rather than just having a write-up that someone's put and written about yeah. yourself, you know. And Well, I want people to like relate to it. And even with like my writing, with my book, I like I want to, the way I write is like, I, I connect to the reader and I want them to feel that I'm there with them what it, through whatever they're going through and that they're not alone or, you know. And it's the journey with them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, I realise that's kind of, a, you know, how I come across and I want people to be like, yeah, cool, she sounds cool. Or like I, I align with her and, yeah, go from there, I guess. Yeah. Mm. So for you, yeah. is that something you want to keep doing a lot more of? Like obviously hard thing as a creative when you're wearing so many hats I as I was speaking about it at the start <laughs> and putting that genuine time and energy into things and getting them to a high degree that you're happy with putting out there in the world because mm. I know and I'm sure you know and Chris knows that when you're creating things you just want to get them out there sometimes especially when you start off in the game and you're like mm. god are we just got to put this up I want people to watch it yes um, yeah. and then you're like oh I take the time and lead these things and and figure out what's exactly right and put the right amount of energy into this and and yeah. the good creation of it comes mm. you know when you yeah. take your time with these 100%. things yeah and that comes from years of you know learning growing challenges rejections like that doesn't anyone listening like it's taken me a good like four years minimum to get to where I am now um, with mindset and everything um, it's just like a constant thing you know you, you can retrain your brain um, and you're all on your own journey you know yeah, that's what exactly. I mean don't feel discouraged about yeah. what we're talking about because you'll find your way with it yeah, you know exactly whether you want to or not it's yeah, gonna happen it's, you're on your right path even if you think you're like off the path that's still your path yeah you know you might just have a little pivot yeah off you may get frustrated like, with yeah. the, the, the path that you're on but it's just yours you know yeah and you just own it yeah um what was the question I can't remember <laughs> I like talking too. <laughs> I was like, well, and I stopped. Um, I went off the path there a little oh, bit. You know, no, no, no. That, that oh, was... what, I know what you were Yeah, yeah. Um, if I was continuing to do this. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, that that's was... something that because, you know, like the energy mm. you want to 
like you, you've set out like a firm like goal, if you will, of like you want to create a short film this year, you know, and yeah. put genuine time and energy into it and make it good and not just put it out for the sake of putting it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like you've obviously, you've probably got some other goals and stuff like that. And then that's the thing, it's hard, like because you get auditions thrown at you last minute all the time. That's just how it goes in yeah. this game. Yeah, for and sure. And sometimes you really are not ready to be doing that audition or you can't be asked because yeah. you've got so many things <laughs> so, on your plate. Oh, but I'm so grateful. Thank yeah. you. It's, it's like yeah. the last few weeks, a couple of months, like I've been trying to sort the sale out for this house and I've got, I'm doing it all myself, you know, mm. with lawyers coming at me and bank and this yeah, and that and trying to lot. work all these things mm. out. Still trying to work, still working full time, still running the podcast, still yeah. doing the acting thing. And I'm getting legit the biggest auditions of my oh, life in the last like, few weeks. Yeah. Straight up. And I'm just like, oh shit. Oh, well, this here we go. But it sees yeah. what you're made of, you know? And, and things happen for a reason, you know? And it was just like, you know, maybe you've been a little slacker at times or you're not, or you're welcoming in at that point. You're like, mm. oh, you know, I'm ready for something and something next minute you've got a message from your agent. Hey, Dan, I've got a, you know, you got this Don't audition. You love that, though? It's like, yes, oh, thank yeah. you. It's great. And then yeah. sometimes you're like, like Hell, right now, I'm gonna like, really? get that I'm in like, tomorrow oh, well, at 2 p.m. Sorry, guys, I'm out for this. I'm yeah, out for that. Yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm reading, learning lines for the next couple of days, mm-hmm. and then got to put this and that down. Yeah, yeah, it's just people. It's hard to understand, but yeah, yeah. I think so many, most people are understanding, but it's just like that was a big thing. The years are just. I keep calling last year 2020, the start of 2021. <laughs> I can't remember what year it is anymore. <laughs> like the start of last year. You know, because I've got so many, I've got YouTube, podcast, acting, modeling, fit modeling, book, but like there's so many things, mentoring. I'm like, whoa. And I was trying to do them all at once. Yeah. Like I was, that's where I burnt out because I was like, YouTube, okay, email, mentoring, coaching, Facebook page. Like I was like, huh. And then I decided, started 2020 to focus on two things. And that was hard for me because I'm like, I really love YouTube and I really wanted like rebranding my podcast. Like that's just, I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, hey, we're going to, it's, it's soon. It's in the soon pile. pile. Yeah. Um, but I really just chose two things. I'm like, Anna, you're writing a book. It's pretty big. And then you can do your short film. That was all I focused on. And that really took the pressure off. And I felt so much calmer with that. Even on the back of my mind, I was like, I really want to like do my YouTube. And nah, nah. it's like, no, but with mentoring, it's still there. And I'm just like, if anyone reaches out to me, I'm a hundred percent open to it, but I'm now just working on more, I guess, things that people can choose to do when they uh, feel the call to, and I don't necessarily need to be there live. Like, you know, self-study courses, which I have like a affirmation self-study course. And I want to bring out affirmation cards, those type of things where it can just be there. I'm still putting out, I'm still inspiring people, um, but I can still focus on my other things. But the, obviously they're still big projects and I've got to put the time in for yeah, that. Yeah. But that's kind of where I'm heading with that of like having probably like affirm- like affirmation cards or like journals or just courses or little one call things that people can do. But at this stage, you know, if, so, you know, I've had a few people reach out to me. I'm like, yeah, definitely still open to it. So just kind of trusting with that. Um, if the universe brings me someone and I'm like, so happy. I just love helping people. Yeah. And if, if it's one mindset shift that they get, that, that changes their whole mind, um, world, you know, the mind blowing moments you get sometimes. And it puts the good vibes and energy out for yeah. you. You feel good about yourself and then yeah. you in turn put that into something 100%. else, you know, and it's just yeah. that 
re-evolving circle of life. Yeah, yeah, and then they take that, they might take that one like energy shift or that mindset shift to someone else or like they'll go out into the world and then they'll start attracting things into their life. Like my program that I did in like 2019, I think it was, what a journey. Uh, Just what I heard from people in that, they're like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this director reached out to me, da, da, da. I was like, oh, this is why I do it because you're like, you're realizing the potential that you have. And like what you can create for yourself. So mm. that's kind of where I'm heading. So what is it for you then this year? The short film obviously being one and, w- and with your acting obviously. Yeah. For yeah. your couple of things that you're sort of trying to stay aligned with. Yeah. So this year it's, I want to bring all the things back. So YouTube's coming back, but we've we've learned, see when with my podcast, I was just week, 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 week. It's like, cool, we can have seasons. We can do a podcast season. We can do a YouTube season of like eight episodes or 10 and then have a break, take the time, film it, edit it, and then have them uploaded, ready to go. So I'm bringing back my podcast. Stay tuned. Uh, And YouTube's still like just taking my time with it and being like, cool, I'll edit, I'll film this, but I'll edit it maybe in a few weeks. Yeah. Not having a deadline on it. Um, a patch of life. A pa- no, a patch of happiness. A patch of happiness. Jesus, how did I get A patch that? of life is yeah. nice, but a patch of happiness. <laughs> I don't know why I blanked on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Close enough. Um, but yeah, so this year is like my short film slash web series. I've just got so many ideas running in my head. I'm like, I don't just choose one yeah. and start there. Oh, it just, it's, it's like just constant. constant. I'm like, fight oh my God, that's a really mind. good idea. But the, the important thing is too, when you get that inspiration is to get it down. Oh, 100%. And that's I, where like voice yeah. notes and things like that's that. That reminds so, me, I wrote, I wrote, like I recorded something the other night. I'm like, I have to write that down. Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, I've only Because you go back to it at some point, mm. but you need to know what that organic substance was that why you thought of it because otherwise you're just staring at words on a page. 100%. Sure, you can get a kind of mm. a bit of a vibe from what you what where you're at, but yeah. if you write it the way you were thinking it, it often jogs it back in your mind again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, definitely lots of notes like that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, this year is really my, had my, I have my three words. I this first time I've done it, but I really set clear intentions this year for every aspect of life. And uh, I just finished a course and he got us to do like our word for the year or words. And my words are openness, focus, and thrive. Because this, I'm like, Anna, if you want to change, if you want to do more work, I've been really like, no, this year I'm really, the money that I'm earning is through my, all my creative pursuits and that's it. And like, I'm being really like on that. I'm like, okay, universe, like, Let's go. It's a tough thing to do. Yeah. It's hard because I'm like, I know that I could go back to hospitality easy, but I'm like, no, I'm past that. For me personally, everyone's on their own journey, you know, and it, I just got to the stage where I was like, okay, there's more out there for me and I know that I can do it. And it's paying off, you know, because I have made that that physical and energetic space for that. So focus and thrive and being open. That's my kind of 2022 vibe. Um, but yeah, look, I want to get a book publisher this year and I want to get a book deal uh, potentially release another book, poetry book, um, get an agent for acting. Uh, which, is, which is vital. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We're at the stage. I'm like, okay, yeah, we're ready. We can do it. Um, that's a whole other conversation though. Uh, yeah. yeah. And just being, just have my team, like a modeling agent, a voiceover artist agency, acting agent, book publisher, all my things kind of like having that team to support me on that journey. Yeah. Well, that's important yeah. Yeah, because 
like we've just spoken about, you it's you got to go out there and find your own roles and mm, things like that mm. as well, or work hard to welcome them and attract them in. Yes, but in the professional realm of things, mm. where you're obviously at, you yeah. need the agent yeah. there to be submitting you for 100%. everything. Um, yeah. I mean, voiceover and acting agent. I sort can of probably can be get, one and the same. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Um, to the majority of it, and even sometimes modeling. But although that's a tricky thing with, be, here, yeah. with modeling, a lot of them don't want you to be on acting agencies because what you find they've done with the increase of work here is that they are yeah. doing. Uh, that's putting people in it for a lot of extra gigs and things like that as well. And they don't want you represented by another agency yeah. because they want to put you forward for that little cash cow at the same time mm, as your mm. modeling thing. I'm sure the top, top modeling ones yeah. don't roll like that, yeah. but I know the majority of them are doing that because yeah. I was talking to a lot of different people, okay. new faces, you know, that yeah. you see because you see a lot of the same. Uh-huh. I'm finding I'm like, geez, I'm older, I'm staying around the same thing. I'm getting old anyway, but whatever. Because mm. um, there's so many young people when I've gone down and done little things on, on yeah. stage. Like got, a, got asked to go and do it. I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll go do it. That one, that one sounds cool. Mm. And that's where I see Crips a lot of times yeah, as well. Yeah, cool. And um, it's because we've been asked back because we've done certain, you know, they want us for these things. Mm. But there's a lot of young people like doing the extra stuff. And I'm like, well, this is a whole new breed yeah, of, of know, actors. Right? Like, and I'm like, I don't know any of these people. <laughs> but I make an effort to get to know them and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's just interesting because a lot of them, a lot of the girls were like modeling agency yeah, stuff most, um, yeah. and they're not even with an acting agent or even mm. care about acting, to be yeah. quite honest. Yeah. Um, well, they might in the moment like, yeah, I want to be up there. Yeah, with. it's interesting yeah. to notice that. Uh, but yeah, it's so I so quick little story. La- for 2020, it was 2020. Sure. I had, yes, I'm sure. I put a video on Instagram. I was like, thanks, 2020. And my friend was like, Anna. You do realize it was 2021. I was like, yeah, no, I changed the caption. She goes, no, you wrote it in like the video. I was like, oh no, caption. I met 2021. <laughs> that makes it hilarious oh, though. So and funny. probably just so yourself, right? Yeah, so you yeah. keep that up yeah, there. No, yeah, no, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, 2020, I had two acting agents. Um, and I don't mind speaking about it because it, I learned so much about it and myself. So I wasn't with them for very long, but they both let me go. Not because of me. They're both like, you You know, my last agent was like, I'm going to regret this. I'm like, yep, <laughs> you will. Sure. Um, but, you know, there was personal reasons and everything which I respected. And I realized after she let me go, I went through this massive, it was a massive mind-blown moment where I was like, I have been defining myself solely as an actor for so many years. I'm like, I'm an actor, I'm an actor, I'm an actor. And I realized once that happened, I was like, oh, my goodness. And it like opened so much. I literally wrote back, you know, my reply. And then I said... Uh, thank you so much. You've realized you've allowed me to realize something that's about to change my life forever. Thank you. And that's what I sent to her. And since then I was like, wow, I was putting so much pressure on myself. And when I, but then I also reflected, I'm like, when I went into that, like that agency and, you know, I was like, it's meant to be, we've come back to each other after like years, da, 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 da. And I was so desperate to get an agent, so desperate. I was like, I need to get an agent. I was emailed, just, I look back, I'm like, whoa, I was, there was a lot of desperate energy coming out of me. No wonder like it happened. Like, I'm not surprised. Like I didn't get any, like I didn't get an addition. I was like, what's going on? Like, I know that I'm, you know, I can know I can do it. And she believed in me and, but energies, like it comes into reading energies, but it's also the intention you put into something as well that I've learned. I'm like, wow. And then. So I learned from that and I didn't apply to agents because it was COVID. And I've just come to like, it's just such a nice space to be in 
just so grounded in myself and trusting myself, my skills, my abilities, my energy, who I am, all the things, which has again taken time, you know, lots of inner work, deep inner work to get to this stage. And now I'm going into like the agent thing. I'm like, cool. I know I'm great. Like, you know, here you go. And it's like, it's the energy and the intention of like, I don't need you. I don't need an agent because I know I can be like, I've been my own agent for like years. I'm like emailing people, you know, there's always a way. Screen Australia, FYI, have all their projects on there. So you can just email them directly. (laughs) Um, And yeah, but it's really nice to come to a space, a stage where I don't need anyone because, you know, we everything that we need is within us, uh, no matter what it is or what you're doing in life. It's we all have, we have the answers we're seeking. No one else can really give it to us. We think they might, but we have the answers we need and we have everything we need already, you know. And yeah, that's where I'm at with the agent thing. I'm like, you know, I trust my skills and I trust myself and someone would be lucky to have me, you know? Yeah. So that's where I'm at, which feels really nice because it was comparing it to where I was two years ago, so desperate. I was like, whoa, whoa, that's a lot. You know, no wonder it turned out how it did. Um, But yeah, taking the time to just go within and really ask why as well. Yeah, I don't really know where that came from, but that's uh, that's my story about trusting yourself yeah. and that we you have all the answers you need. But yeah. it's so true, and you said before about um, casting directors can smell that desperation mm, on you and everything. Mm, 100%. Um, yeah. yeah, and they've been in the game a long time, so they know what they're looking at sometimes and they can look past certain things because they're like, okay, they're a little green or they're nervous mm. or whatever. Um, but when you get into the upper you know, realm of things, it's just you know, you got to be on your game, right? Yeah, and, and you got to like, be professional about yeah. what you're doing. And and also you said about the Asian thing. I mean, it's like have, you're inviting someone to come on the journey with you, 100%. you know, not just like, I need you to get and me this, And that's where exactly, you know? I was like, I'm going to Yeah, book. but I, everyone's like that yeah. when they start out. I know, like, but this was like, this was like a deep, like I've been doing this for like, mm, this is like year seven now. Yeah. Um, And this was two years ago. Still, that's a, that's a long time ago. Um, So I've been doing it for a while. It wasn't like my first kind of email agent uh, emailing agents. Yeah. But like I went into it, I was like, yep, I'm going to get a role straight away. I'm going to get an audition straight away. Yep, yep, yep. This is going to like make me. So like the energy and the intention was just like way off. I was like, oh, bless it's, you. Like we said before, it's the maturity moment. It's exactly. like when they say when you do anything well, you got to be at least 10 years in the game, you know, to really when things start really happening for yeah. you because you're ready for them to happen 100%. for you then. You have you're to capitalizing on those opportunities in that moment because mm. you have the tools and the ability about you and you're, You've got them all working together, yes. not fighting each other That's or so trying true. to push the mm. tools to work. Tools are supposed to work for you, yes. not you work the tools, you know? Like it's like it's just yeah. everything aligns for you mm. at one time. And as I say, the same thing, like four or five years in the game, you have that thing happen and then you come back rebuilt and stronger, you know, yes. and you're more mindful of that or to take time to do this. And, mm. you know, you're That's just, so true. You're just yeah. better for it. Um, and I think it's the same with everyone. I honestly do. I think yeah. everybody goes through the same things, whether you're doing comedy, acting, musician, mm. or, you know, anything you do in life really that you're going down is just, it happens that way. I mean, yeah. sure, there's some naturally gifted people that get, you yeah. know, what is it, luck meets opportunity or whatever, you know, and some people get a lucky role yeah. sometimes, yeah. you know, but I've seen it in so much. Like I've done a lot of sports and stuff when I was younger and going through it. And there's always those natural gifted athletes. Yeah. But their uh-huh. work ethic is pretty mm. pretty terrible. They get 
buy on those on that natural ability for so long that they get lazy and then they end up just giving up anyway because they just don't have that fight in them anymore. Yeah. When, they, when you get to that point, it's like it's not all just natural ability. You know, you got to mm. you got to be ready to work for it. Hundred percent. There's like there's so much hard work that goes into, it, especially you know anything, but especially this industry. Like so many people don't see it. It's like, oh, like, oh it's like uh, that iceberg analogy. Yeah, that it was yeah, like the iceberg yeah, under the water like, all the time, effort, like, yeah. you know, and everything that goes into it. And yeah. then that little peak above the water is like, you're just breaking the surface. Oh my God, overnight success. No, hey. Well, that's that five years, you yeah. know, under there of that iceberg growing, you mm. know, to actually protrude through the surface yeah. and become something, you know. Yeah. Like, There's this, um, a, a past coach, she was told us in a call or whatever, um, the Chinese bamboo, the Chinese bamboo plant. Have you heard of it? No, so maybe, but enlighten me. So it's just, it's the bamboo plant, Chinese bamboo plant. And they, it takes, um, it grows, nothing's there for five years. Nothing. Like you're watering it every day, whatever, every week, nothing. And you like, you, you just let it do its thing. On you, on the sixth year, it literally just blooms and like sprouts and just grows and grows and grows. And like she was talking about, you know, that's why you keep going because you're watering, you're planting seeds all the time with people, things, opportunities, and then taking the inspired action or, you know, doing things for it. That's watering it. It'll grow. And the Chinese bamboo plant on the sixth year is just like, blooming like oh my goodness this is amazing and you know we can relate that to ourselves and I think that was really I was like oh my god this is I'm I'm on to you six now okay great I had that moment like hey what's going to happen this year Chinese bamboo plant <laughs> um but yeah it's just like an analogy I guess to just keep watering the seeds keep doing what you love keep putting action into it and just trusting the process because you will bloom like the Chinese bamboo plant love it it's really nice I love it it's really nice. So just, yeah. I want a Chinese bamboo plant. <laughs> Planting <laughs> Sounds one like my bonsai. Yeah. <laughs> just like, come on, grow the bush, God damn yeah. it. Like, it I need forever. something, yeah. Mm, so, yeah. I think it's just like a matter of just trusting that, you know, you have that urge to do whatever you feel called to do. It's there for a reason. You know, we haven't been put on the planet to not do that. Like we're being specifically chosen to be here. Like we chose to be here. That's what I believe. Yeah. Our souls chose to be here right now. So we are able to do everything that is that comes to us because it allows us to grow and experience life. It's listening to that as well. Because you know mm. when you're doing something that doesn't really yes. serve the full purpose of what you're doing for whatever reason, emotionally state that you're at, mm. you know when it's not really enriching the soul and yeah. your, your your purpose for what yeah. you what you feel to be at the moment or mm. what feels right. 100%. Like the gut feeling is just you just can't go against it. You, you can't gotta you got to go it. with it, yeah, yeah, because that's where the best things happen when you yeah. flow with it. Hundred percent, and you know that's that's our. That's our inner guidance system is, you know, that gut feeling that we have. It's like, oh, I really like, I just, you know, it can be in like, you know, if you want to leave the party with your friends or stay, it's like, oh, no, actually, I feel like I really want to stay because something's pulling me. And then you'll go meet, you'll bump into someone and have the best conversation you've had all week, you know. It's like, oh, I'm so glad I stayed. But it's like, oh, what would have happened? You know, it could be anything. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. I wonder what that... um that urges inside you to make you want to go into your shell or what have you or go to your comfort zone yeah. or comfort space and mm. it's about getting outside of your comfort zone. Obviously, you learn a lot more about yourself it's when you do that. It's a muscle as well, you know. It's like, oh, comfort zone. You're yeah. going to break out of that. I wonder um, what that, you know, because it's like the the thing that's fighting the soul or or your 
it's the the ego and like the the fear of yeah. like it's a so the ego kind of works off what if this doesn't work? What if it goes wrong? What if like yeah. all the negative what ifs? Yeah. And it's like switching that to what if this is the best thing that I've ever done? What if this works yeah, it's out? Just switching the opposite yeah. mindset. Yeah, and it's yeah. so simple. I'm like, oh, when I heard that, I was like, that is life changing. Yeah. It's like, okay, what if they don't like me? No, no, no. It's like, but what if they love you? And what if you have so much fun? What if you feel like fulfilled and like with so much joy? And tuning into that, I felt that when I moved out of home officially in Sydney from living with my family to then moving to my first like out like housemate situation. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I said yes. And I was freaking out. I was like, what if it doesn't work out? What if I can't afford yeah. it? Da, da, da. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. I got, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I did this. But yeah, coming back to doing what we love, I always ask people, I'm like, so what do you do? They're like, da, da, da. I'm like, do you enjoy it? And they're like, oh yeah. I'm like, okay, I know you want to do something else, but you know, I'm just going to plant the seed. <laughs> and other people are like, yeah, I love it. I'm like, yes, we love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's, yeah, I, I'm a big believer in that. We all, I believe that everyone knows what they want to do, but they're just scared. The people that don't, they say, oh, I don't know. It's like they're just scared to admit it to themselves. It's hard to take is, that plunge sometimes. It is, it's yeah. It's the thing of being comfortable, you know, mm. and yeah, it's it's one of those natural instincts of a human to be comfortable, you know, like, you know, when things yeah. are off and you're like, oh, I've got to go home to my safe space or whatever. Um, yeah. But yeah, you find so much about yourself when you step outside of your oh. comfort zone. You know, it's cliche to say, but it is what it is. Yeah. It's like I started out small town in New Zealand mm. and I was like, I know I can do more with what I'm doing and I don't know if I can do it here. Yeah. And, you know, going away from family, like I moved over here by myself, they're mm. all still there, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like it's hard because you miss them and yeah. you want to be there for things, but it's like, the growth that's come from doing that is just astronomical. Mm. Like I wasn't in the acting game there. I wanted to do it. I, ah, I, I you know, it was like yeah. a deep burning desire. And when mm-hmm. I look back at things that I'd done, my sister's like, "Oh, do you remember when we, you used to do those home? We used to do those home videos Love at that. home." Yeah. And I'm like, "How do you even remember that?" Yeah. She's like, "I've got the footage. Oh, I got Love. it turned in from VHS <laughs> to." That's and I'm great. like, "Okay." Don't show that to anyone. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just hilarious. Mm. I don't even know. And yeah. it's just like those funny things. It's like, okay, there was that deep down thing, desire inside you. Yeah. You were just scared to let it out around yes. people, you know. Yeah. And I think it's still there to some extent, you know. Mm. Like, and, and that's the whole, like, um, pursuit is trying to free that yeah. inner child, that mm-hmm. inner feeling within you and to be in a safe space to want to do yeah. it, you know, around 100%. people and show people about it. But it's like, I didn't even think it was possible to really do that, but I knew that it was. And I had people like close people going, man, you're never going to do that. You're never going to do this. But I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, why not? Exactly. Like, why not why me? Why can't I do it? I heard that Somebody's other, done yeah. it. People are doing so it. So much proof. Yeah. The brain needs proof. So you're like, okay, what proof do I have right now? Duh, duh, duh. If uh, Sarah can do this, that's just proof to show that I can do that. If she's doing it, I can do it. Mm. And you what, could do it better mm. or different. Now, and, that's Sarah and I'm Anna or whatever yeah. it is, you know. Um, that's great. I'm glad you took the took the jump. It's like you jump and it's like there's always a safety net waiting. Well, yeah, it was know? just like there was no ceiling to that after mm. after a while. It was just like, well, what can I do now? You yeah, know? literally it's like, okay, what else is there? Yeah, and that's yeah. when I found acting. Like I fell into it, mm. you know. Like I didn't, yeah, it's just one of those things. I was probably lucky if I was here six months and mm. – wouldn't have even thought it was going to like not even really chase wow. it, just getting set up, you know, yeah. 
and getting that confidence within yourself, start working out in the gym, feeling a bit better about yourself. You know, you're like, okay, mm. got this, I can do this, yeah. you know, and it's just one thing from another. And that's when I was riding on that energy and that vibe for so long until I burnt myself uh, out, until uh-huh. things happened yeah. and they went sideways with certain situations and stuff like mm. that, that I was forced to recalculate and yeah. figure those steps out of where I've come and like think of how over the years, how far I'd come yeah. from all that astronomical from where I was at. Yeah. Yeah. It's but you like, don't think about that at the no. time. You're just so caught up in it because you mm. go, go, go. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty incredible what jumping into the unknown does. It's like, for me now, it's like, again, the muscle thing. It just, the more you do it, the more it's like, okay, I know that this is scary, but I feel really good about it. <sighs> Jump. Yeah. And then you're like, yay, glad I did that. All that kind of went pear-shaped, but I learned something <laughs> yeah, from it. You, you always, always learn, yeah. so you can find something within yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. That you, you always grow and you always learn. And it's, you it's know, life. everything happens as it's meant to happen and it happens for you, not to you. That's a big thing too that I've mm, learned. Yeah, it's like yeah. everything's happening for me, not to me. You know, that maybe, quote, bad thing happened, but it happened for me because I learned this or I grew from this or I realized my worth or I realized who really loved me or whatever it is, you know. Um, so that's really a nice thing to, it's happening for me and that kind of just helps. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good mindset. thing, affirmation yeah. or whatever to say mm. to yourself, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important, mm. yeah. Because you can get hung up on the negative, like you said before, like it's just, it's easier to get hung up on the negative and when you welcome that in, it's only going to push you down further and stifle mm. that positivity within you. Yeah, like the spiral. Yeah. Like, uh, and then you just get, I'm like, oh my God, okay. I can it's easy to go spiral. down a hill yeah. and go up, it isn't. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. But it's like the mountain thing, it's like, you know, we try to look right to the top. It's like, just take the next step. And then the next step's like pretty cool. And you're like, and then you get to the top of the mountain, you're like, ah, I just did the whole mountain. Legit got a full spiel analogy on the last podcast. Really? I did with Chris here exactly yeah. talking about really? that mountain and the oh, levels. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I got Meant it. Meant to be. Yeah, it's funny you say it exactly like that. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, it was well, good. Well, obviously, it's meant a message that's meant to be out there. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, I mm. think, and yeah, and that's what I love about doing these podcasts too, because I get to interact with people mm. like you that are of this similar mindset of these things and we're going for things, you know, mm. and. It's about putting that energy out there, you know, and and 100%. like, and that's why we do this. So we hope someone else picks it up, listens to it, hears it, raise the 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 raise. consciousness and the just raising the vibe of the planet, mm. you know, by and one conversation. When you do that, it creates a larger vacuum, you know, and 100%. you suck other people into yes. the vortex, you know, and then it's just it's <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you want to do that than create a negative like, situation? Come because over here. it's worse when yeah. you know, like for everyone, mm. if you're negative. Yeah. It's just it's an absolute no brainer. Yeah. I know it's easier to be there. Mm. It's so much easier to be negative yeah. about it. But there's always a positive in the situation no matter what way you look yeah. at it. Yeah. Like you say, a breakup or whatever, you know, anything along those lines. Mm. It's like like, it fucking sucked at that point. But look where I am now. It still kind of sucks. Yeah. But look what I learned from it that yeah. I'm going to take on to the next thing. Mm. I think it's really important to, you know, if we are feeling off or negative or not so great, to ex- like to be okay with feeling like that. I used to try and push all those feelings away because I'm like, I know how good Everybody it feels. Does. If so, it feels so good to feel good. I don't like this. Nut, 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 nut. And it would last way longer than it needed to. Well, it prolongs the, yeah. the circle of the whole and thing. And it's like, yeah. but then I learned again over years of trialing and erroring, unsubconsciously, just, you know, all the things, trying to push away a not so good feeling 
it would last a week or two weeks. But now it's like I've come to acceptance is like the biggest game changer. If I'm feeling off, I'm like, okay, try to like resist it. But I'm like, what you resist persists. And it's like, okay, I accept where I am right now. I'm not feeling myself or I'm feeling a bit off or just not good. And then I found that accepting that it kind of nearly instantly shifts. It's like, okay, you know, maybe I'll just, it might be a couple of hours, but it won't be weeks like it used to be. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't like this feeling. I, don't, I know how good it feels to feel good. And I'd really get myself into like, oh, but then I was like, okay, I was in hotel quarantine. And I had a day where I went through some mental stuff during there, wasn't it? That was, that's a whole nother fucking podcast. Um, but there was a day where I woke up and I felt nothing. Like I felt nothing. I was like, whoa, this is really weird. Like I felt, I, it was just nothing there. I was, I was numb. I was like, whoa, like this is really weird. And originally I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like, um, no. And then I was laying there. I was like, I just accept it. This feels really weird right now. I don't like it, but I accept it. And I went and had like a nice relaxing bath and a shower and I ate something. And then maybe I did a workout and, and then I realized, and then it kind of lifted because I realized I'm like, oh, like I've done, I, I was doing a lot of like inner work and reflection and like journaling and like fears and like all this stuff was coming up during that time. And I realized that, you know, it was kind of, it was for me like an up level, like I was up leveling in my life because I was releasing. So I was purging so much and I was releasing and realizing a lot of things but literally it lifted within the day. And I was like, acceptance. I just accepted it and I didn't push it away. And yeah, look, again, that took me years to get to that stage. But yeah. acceptance is the first step, I think, for that. And to feel the feelings. If you want to cry, just cry. Please just cry. Just let it out. Just let it out because yeah. it's like once you do that, it just, you got to process it because it's just stuck in the body, you know. And um, feeling it, feel it, but also feel it because then you can then come back to your natural state of, um, you know, alignment and being more grounded and happy. What did you think it was that made you feel that way? Like the um, being isolated from people, mm, from... Lots of things. Yeah, okay. Uh, we don't need to go into it. <laughs> yeah. I just like, I I just did a lot of, a lot of like inner work. I was doing forgiveness letters to like people, you know, I wrote about 10, 15 forgiveness letters. Then that I was writing those and that would trigger like fears, like a fear of abandonment came up. I was like, whoa, that took me back to childhood memory. And I went through and healed that in a child healing uh, meditation. I was doing breath work. I was releasing a lot. I was very angry when I was in there and I was feeling that people next door were probably thinking, who is this crazy chick? Cause I was doing breath work <laughs> and I was screaming into a pillow. I was like, ah, felt so good. That's part of breath work. I'm doing it yeah, wrong. It's like, Oh, I love breath work. Yeah. It's like the, do you do that one? Like, okay, no, maybe I'm not. Yeah. Well, and you get like your blood pumping and you, like it's normal to feel like, you know, your hands tingling and like oh, see, coughing. I've, I've and heard like, about this recently. Oh, it's life changing. No, I just mean breath work as in the meditation no, of, of just normal breath breathing, work. but not that. Mm -mm. No, no, because I did hear about this mm. the other day on a podcast I was doing with Theo Vaughn and okay. a Czech comedian that's on there. Yeah. But she found breath work in, um, within obviously yeah. the, the pandemic and stuff. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, she was going on about that of going like fully to this elevated point. I've heard about, you know, with, yeah. with meditation and stuff. And um, I've felt different things with meditation and doing longer form like that when I'm in a good place and like mm. out of body experiences almost. Yeah. Um, 
of like you feel like you're hovering above the ground, but really you're just yeah, you're yeah, more yeah. grounded than uh-huh. what you were before. Yeah. Um, and the energy from it. But yeah, she was saying about the whole body going numb and just all this crazy yeah. stuff. I was like, oh, I haven't really heard of this kind of breath work. Yeah. Like Wim Hof and stuff like mm. that. I've heard of those ones, mm. you know, but that was yeah. still, yeah, okay. So you do quite a bit of that. I look, every time I do it, I'm like, why did I not do this. Yeah, but that's the same with meditation, you know, isn't yeah, it, right? Like yeah. I was literally thinking of this before. I was like, probably should meditate before I do this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't meditated in weeks and I've had a lot going on. Yeah. I know I need it's to do it. It's always when you have a lot going on that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like when you have time. It's and like, that's the most time you need to do exactly. it though. That's the problem, yeah. 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 Especially the last few weeks. Like, yeah. Mm, well, maybe it's a sign for you to be like, no, five minutes. I know I'm going to do it now yeah. because I've spoken to you about yeah. it and I've said it on here. So I have yeah. to hold myself accountable yes, to that. Yes, and that's important, I think, to hold yourself accountable to those things that you know you have to do. Yeah. Or that are right, not have to do. Because when you say you that's to. a hard thing. You like, get to do. Like, oh, I have to go to the gym. I, I have to like, do this. I, yeah, I, had to, I had to change a lot of that years ago when yeah. I was like, oh, it, be, it was starting to be beginning to be a drag to go mm. to the gym and stuff like that. So oh, I have to go and get train before go. I go and do mm. this audition or I go and do that. And it's just like, no, you go into the gym you're going to feel better about it in the end. I know you don't want to go to it now. Yeah. Like everybody pretty much that doesn't really want to go to the gym often. Yeah. After five, 10 minutes or half an hour or whatever, you get it out and you're like, I'm glad I went and did yeah. that. I feel a lot better. 100%. Like look well, at what it, I just achieved. Endorphins, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's just like you get to do that. I get to go to the gym because I can feel better. I get to do this audition. It's like I have to do this audition. I'm like, ah. I get to because yeah, this is what I love. You're never going to do a good audition if you yeah. have to do it like that. I get yeah. to do this. I get to do that. It's yeah, another mindset shift that changes so much. Um, so what's with the, the whatever this breath work that you do? <laughs> anyway, so it releases a lot. Yeah. And like I set an intention before it, um, but like I just want to release anything that I don't need anymore or I want to, I did like a little five, even if it's for five minutes, um, I did a longer one and uh, that was, around quite a lot of stuff but then I did the next day five minutes I'm like I want to I was stressing about money and I was like I'm going to release any money blocks or fears that I have this is that's my intention I was doing it and then again you know sometimes you want to like shake it out or dance it out or so there's coughing or there's tingling or you just want to scream or yell and it feels so good and um, I remember this day towards the end of quarantine I had applied for some like a star now job and I came out of it, released some money fears, uh, and I got a call. She's like, hey, Anna, I um, just want to confirm your availability for Sunday. But I was like, uh, what is the job? And she's like, are you planning on Sunday? I'm like, oh, and I booked the job. That was from five minutes of doing breath work, releasing money fears, and I got like a $400 job. Yeah, well, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, it yeah. works. It works. There's a lot like, of gems on Star Now, right? Yeah. There's like so, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you meet so many good people. But Especially if you don't have an agent, though. It's it a little conflicting with some yeah. of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say. But it's yeah. good when you can land something. Like, because it's just like a quick cash. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's, it's fun to do. It's obviously, yeah. you know, it's not just saying you're doing it for the money, but mm. it's just like it's great to be paid for. You 100%, love to do it. Yeah. Um, especially it, if you're going down that road now, yeah, mm, with everything. But it was so... Like I just get reminded constantly. It's like I, I literally made energetic space for like money to flow in and then boom, it happened. You know, so, and I did, so a lot of releasing and I listened to, I forget what the book's called, but he talks about up-leveling and how we up-level in our lives and, you know, every aspect is just like growing and stepping to the next level of our life. And he says one of the, when you know that your ego or your brain's trying to stop you from that or like trying to keep you where you are is worrying like you're worrying about something. It's like, actually, hang on, why am I actually worrying about this? It's like, oh, there's no reason. I'm like, oh. And then like for me, because I'm aware of that thing, 
I'm like, oh, wow, I'm up leveling. And I think I had that day of numbness because I was integrating all, like I was releasing and like I was going inwards and I was meditating. I like, I, I called, I chose to, I was going to say I had to call, I chose to call um, Beyond Blue one day because I had like these thoughts. I was like, whoa, this is like, I don't like this. Like I was very, like I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I was like, no, you need to call someone. So I went through a lot of stuff and, you know, 10 minute chat with this guy. It was so simple, but it was so nice. I was like, thank you so much. He's like, that's why we're here. I'm like, oh, this is so great. Beyond blood, is there like a helpline thing? Yeah. So it's like a, um, a hotline, like a psycho, like a, there's just counselors and psychologists. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Like kind of like, um, Blue Dog Institute's another one, Beyond Blue, Lifeline. Maybe I called Lifeline. Any some one of them, yeah. but um, I think it was just because I was releasing so much stuff and realizing a lot of stuff and forgiving and like lots of kind of I as I had I was in by myself trapped in a room for two weeks, so it kind of just like came. I was like I was like oh hello let's we're doing it. Didn't plan on doing. I had I was going to record my audio book and do voiceover work. None yeah. of that happened because I couldn't get my microphone, and yeah, so it was just I think. I up-leveled. I, I grew so much in two weeks because I had two, well, it was maybe one week and a half, but I had one and a half weeks to myself, literally no one else. And, you know, I watched movies and I did TikToks and all that type of stuff, but I had two weeks to really go within and I grew so much. I'm like, wow. So I'm really grateful for it because I'm, I felt like, yeah, it was a whole, like the journey of how I came to Queensland and realising all the things. I'm like, okay, I've literally made all that space now for things to flow in that okay, are more aligned. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's probably why because I, yeah, a lot of stuff shifted. Yeah. And also, I mean, you're coming back to somewhere where you were before, which is got to be. I didn't think I be, would come back. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people have, um, yeah, had similar situations like that. Yeah. Um, and it's an acceptance thing. like you just yeah. said. Yeah, you accept yeah. this is where you are and now it's time to make the best of where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I moved from Queensland to Sydney and I thought, I won the green card in 2020. Okay. To the American green card. Have you heard of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I won that. The so lottery. I was, I won the lottery. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. year applying, manifested That's it. I was crazy, like, yeah. oh my God. Wow. And that kind of, look, with COVID, I don't know what's happening. I still oh, could so have it. Oh, so you've got it and you never went. Yeah. No, so I'm at, at the stage of being scheduled for my interview to get oh, it. Okay. So I'm so okay. close. So okay. I don't know. We're leaving it up to the universe. Whatever happens, happens. But my plan was to go to Sydney and then to LA. But then I went to Sydney and I came back to Queensland where I never thought I would. And that was that it took me a couple of months to decide to come back. But look, I'm so happy to be here. Like right decision. Again, trusting it was so out of my comfort zone to come back. So there was so much resistance. I'm like, oh, partly because of my mom and she was here before I like the whole kind of grieving thing and I moved just after she passed away. So that was the main reason why yeah, I felt yeah. the hesitant. Like I realized after two months, did breath work and a meditation and it came up. I was like, oh my God. So yeah. And is your dad here? or instead? Yeah. So he's usually here, but he's living in Darwin for a okay. couple of years with his partner because yeah. she got work up there. Yeah. Okay. So he's usually on the Gold Coast as well. Yeah. Yeah, so what a journey. That's it all is, I can say. The, des- the well, journey yeah, to destination. fine about it when I spoke to you. You said, yeah, I'm coming back to Queensland. You know, you, you said obviously yeah. it was a message you can yeah, take from what yeah. you were, but I could feel like it felt like that mm. you were okay with it and you were yeah. rolling with it. And it's just it's inter- interesting because I've had uh, another close mate of mine that moved to Melbourne for 
similar things so uh, the acting and modeling yeah. side of things and um he's come back to the gold coast of mm. where he's at you know and like he's pretty positive about it you know like he's annoyed that it like some things didn't happen obviously yeah. when he like because why he went down there but it's all the journey and the mm, experience right exactly he seems pretty fine about it you know like yeah. he's moving with how he can you know and and yeah. that's the best you can do you just gotta yeah. keep moving forward right yeah and i think it's you know once i figured out why i was so hesitant to come back i was like no nah, we're going if that's the reason we've got to go back yeah and like as soon as I got to the hotel room, I was like, this is the right decision. I just knew like the energy, the energy up here is so much lighter than Sydney. I was like, whoa. I have heard that, yeah. So heavy. I was like, oh my God, so yeah, I can how, breathe. Yeah, how did you find all that transition though? So you were doing a decent amount of acting gigs when you were in Sydney? How long were you there for? Uh, nearly four years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah it yeah, would have been quite... four, what day? Oh, it'll be, it would have been four years end of Feb. Yeah. Um. So I nearly got to the four-year mark. I was yeah. like, I should just wait. And I'm like, no. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty much, I was just doing like the same kind of stuff really. Um, you know, I did some theatre stuff last year, which was fun. And, you know, online content stuff, fit modelling. I can kind of do, you know. I was doing kind of the same same things as I'm doing up here. Yeah. Um, yeah, auditions, networking, just meeting people, establishing myself, you know, and made some city, connections yeah, with you have to. Yeah. Um, like casting people and everything like that down there. Yeah, just kind of experiencing life really. Um, but, yeah, the main reason I moved was for acting. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I do other things, it's still my main thing, but I'm not solely focused on it, which is just so freeing. And I'm like, if I can do all of what I'm doing in Queensland, I can come back. Oh, sorry. If I can do everything I'm doing in Sydney in Queensland, I think I'd rather live in Queensland because the lifestyle up here, it's just lighter. It's just a little bit more chilled. It's not as, Sydney's very go, go, go hustle. I got caught up in that a lot of just like, go, 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 go. Everyone's going busy, busy, busy. I'm like, ah, and no wonder I burnt out. It's probably because of that too, yeah. a little bit. But yeah, it's just things like when you open, I was like, okay, if I'm in Queensland, I'm more open. I'm just more kind of relaxed. I feel things are going to flow more and they have yeah. quite quickly, which is nice. But then also setting intentions has helped as well. Yeah. So, um, so you did a few acting gigs and stuff like that in Sydney. Well, quite decent amount in that time what was the difference for you like from up mm. here to down there and um will you say go 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 obviously like um for people that don't know that are listening or what have you like melbourne and sydney have always been for a while so, you the know like the more of the hub in mm. australia although queensland's catching up a bit yeah, you know yep. and had a lot of productions come here especially of late given the current situations mm. and also the transformation of everything being online and doing self-tapes a lot of the time which for those who don't know self-tapes auditions at home that you record that you send in is just so much more frequent now yeah and you can audition for different things from different cities so uh -huh. yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great thing to be able to do yeah although in person is is fun. It's good. Yeah. It's different you because can, you can show yeah. your personality yeah. off more. For me, I like the in-person auditions. Yeah. I haven't done one for a long time. I know, never have I. I can't remember the last time I did an in-person audition. I've got to be honest. It'll mm. be for a TBC would have mm. been what yeah. I did. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the difference, did you feel the difference around the people that you were working with, networking with or? Mm. Yes. Uh, mm. Yeah, there's a different, there's just a different energy in Sydney. Uh, everyone's so lovely and I have some really beautiful friends there that, you know, I do miss them and I met a lot of them in the industry. 
that's you know that's where we meet so many people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I can put words to the difference, but there's definitely a much more because it's a city. The beach is near the city, and like the city is near like everything. Whereas here, it's everything so much more spread out. And I think because the city, you are living in a city, city that just kind of ripples out everyone's like mentality of just, you know, going back to the hustle mentality. Yeah. That was probably yeah. the biggest difference. Um, yeah, I did notice different feelings and things with people and um, Sydney can be very clicky. Um, and I noticed that as soon as I kind of moved down there, not in a bad way, but it just um, I noticed that like people, you know, they grow up together. Obviously you're going to have your group of friends and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. So no, nothing bad. Um but I definitely noticed that. I was like, ooh, new person in the city. Uh, mm, okay. Where do I place myself yeah. in this big thing? Yeah. yeah. Look, um, it's the same here too. When mm. I moved, when I felt when I moved here because I didn't grow up here, I didn't know people here. And you can see they like I think it's everywhere, you know, they stay in their groups and their tribes and their and mm. their cliques, so if you if you yeah. will. Yeah. And it's um so it's hard to you know, they yeah, don't want to let like, new people. Like, yeah. and so you just got to find your own way with it and all that you attract the right people around mm, you and, and you, yeah. you find your group, you know, 100%. like it is what it is. So I think it's like that everywhere, mm. but it's probably, yeah, like you say, like that's what I hear that it's go, 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 go. Yeah, in that's the, city. the biggest thing. I was like, whoa. And I just, yeah. I, I wonder if that's like a, a test for an actor, you know, like to go and go through something like that or it is good to, I mean, for, you know, for mine it's, great to be in a relaxed situation and the vibe, you know, is everything because you kind of, you go with that, yeah. you know. And so, but also like putting yourself in the deep end and 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 seeing what you're made of, you know, yeah. in that kind of environment is beneficial as well. So it's 100%. always an interesting thing and, and mm. you've clearly learned from it. I'm so glad I did it. Like I had a very big call to go down to Sydney and I'm glad that I trusted that and... Yeah, I think, you know, with a new city or a new country or town or whatever, it's giving yourself time. I was like two weeks in, I was thinking, oh, I just want I just want to go to the beach with a friend. And I was like, Anna, you've been here for two weeks. It's going to take time. And it took me probably at least two years to really feel settled there and have like friends that I could actually call up and be like, hey, let's go to the beach today or what do you want to do or things like that. And yeah. Once I kind of felt grounded, I was like, okay, this is easier. Because I would come back up to the Gold Coast for a holiday and I would go back to Sydney and it would take me a week to settle back in because I just wasn't grounded there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, really glad I did it. And I never saw Sydney as long-term. So I'm not – I was going to be leaving anyway. Yeah. So it was either LA or somewhere else. So I guess it's just the Gold Coast for now, but – is that, do you think, um, given the current climate and situations of the world and where it's at and definitely where LA's at, um, mm. it's pretty crazy. Uh, there's been a lot of people moved back from there that have been here that mm. it's just like too dangerous and crazy for them. Um, do you still see that for you? or Because um, obviously yeah. you can audition for things in LA and stuff. They, they do cut, I mean, it's... Yeah, you know, it's yeah. one of those things. I mean, obviously it's better yeah. when you're there sometimes, but there's a, a lot of productions mm. from there coming here, you know, yes. and has done over the last yeah. year, 18 months or so, um, mm. which is great for people here getting, you know, roles that they might not or opportunities, yeah. what I say is definitely pretty mm. awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird because I when I went to LA, I was like, this feels like home. And it was a very big pull. And I'm not surprised that I won the green card because that was a, the biggest manifestation at that time that yeah, I was bringing okay. in. But also now things are so different, you know, obviously with what's happened in the world, things coming here. I'm like, oh, there's like a lot of opportunities here now. 
And I think I'm pretty content with being here and just seeing what happens. But yeah, I don't know. I still, you know, I think LA is a very different space to where I was when I was there. I was like, oh. So like, you know, I've got friends that are like, and the energy is a lot different over here now. I was like, it's sad to hear because I love it. I love America and I love New Mm. York. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been to New York, but I've been to LA. It's magical. Um, And, you know, I'm just trusting the process. I know that if I'm meant to be that, I'll I'll be there at the right time. So again, just taking the pressure and be like, okay, I'm happy. I'm really happy where I am right now. So just... Just going with that. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I yeah. Wish, I wish you brought your poetry book. I, I know. Have, I want you to read a poem for us. Are you a person? Do you have it on your phone or anything? Yes. Are you a person that I can likes get it on my Instagram to, to read your own poetry? Well, look, I'm getting used to it. Yeah. At the start, because that's no, the thing, right? It. It's I don't a want vibe. you read it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to read it. Out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I could get it on my Instagram. I have I have a poem on my Instagram. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's the one you don't want to share. <laughs> Oh, look. No, I can't. I can read a poem. Yeah. Can I get my phone? Yeah, I'd like you to, yeah. Because, yeah, it's it's a funny thing reading it out loud, but you're like, but this is how it has to be said, though. You know when you're – because I've written a little poetry, okay? Yeah. Written it, but Love not that. I've never written a book. Um, I seem to have a way with rhyming. It's probably – you know, there's so many different forms of poetry, right? Mm. And mm, mine's yes. a lot more of rhyming the thing and and whatever. You know, that's what I do. I've written poems. This is going to sound corny. Am I feminine? Nah, um, You've got to embrace gonna, both yeah. sides. No, no, it's great. Um, I, I've done some for my mum, right? It's nice. funny. And, and girlfriends before. But yep. that's it. And that's but it's nice. like it has to be expressed in a certain way, you know, like you want it to be yeah. read the way you've written it. Otherwise it sounds weird. Yes, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. And it's definitely. so funny. Like I'm like, oh, I wonder if everyone goes through this or if we, when they're writing things like this or, mm. or even writing in general, you know, when you write a script and then people are saying the words, that's a lot easier. I don't know why. Probably because yeah. it's so much more of an emotional connection when you're writing poetry because you're writing it for a reason and within an emotion that you're feeling or feeling about the person or feeling for the person, you know. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's a different thing. Like, yeah. did you, have you done an audio book? Not yet, but that's, that's on, what you that's were going my, to do? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's on my list to do. Yeah. I actually thought about that last night. Yeah, I think that's great. I mean, because, you know, it's like art is um, – you know, it's like the artist has an expression, but the other person has an interpretation of yes. what they're reading or what they're seeing or mm. anything in that regard, you know, to evoke emotion within them. Yes. So it's great to have someone read a poem and whatever it works for them. Yeah. But also like, you know, the expression behind it, if you're reading it, is it's it's a different thing and to be felt. And I feel like poetry would be cool because that's what I found when I was reading yours. Mm. I was like, I feel like I'm not reading this the way it's supposed to be read and I yeah, want to hear how you okay. deliver it like because it's a different form of poetry that I wasn't really um, accustomed to so mm. to speak I don't go out of my way to read a lot of poetry yeah. but I don't mind the poem mm. you know what I mean mm. but yeah it's just it, yeah. it was interesting and then I had I reread them a couple of times just to get the vibe you know of mm. what I was what I was reading so yeah it's yeah. I I've realized you know that I'm not really a rhymer I don't my poetry isn't rhymey mm. It's yet. Yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. I'm like, oh, it's like something comes over me. I've written other things, and I'm like, that. Where did that come from? Like, that wasn't even. That was like my higher self, my soul coming. Like, I read it back. I'm like, where did that come from? But I love it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have one. It's poem twenty four. It's got like a little um, drawing. Oh, that's. Can drawing. you see that? 
It's like a little, it's like a wave. Yeah, is that one of the ones on your website? Maybe I did see it. Oh, Actually, maybe there is a drawing on your website. There is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It I might was be wondering this one. what that thing was. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Uh, no, Elka Gill, she did the drawings and the front cover. She is um, very talented. Um, okay. So, poem 24. <laughs> breath work, breath work. Okay. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Swish, swish, swish. My toes dig in for dear life. My soul is ready. I'm being waved at. She's pulling me in. I can't help it. It's where I need to be. The ocean. She's calling me. Love it. So I that's like about that the one. ocean. Yeah. I'm being waved at. I was like, oh, that's good. Like a wave, you know, a wave. From the ocean to the welcome ocean. you in. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's poem 24. I like that one. Uh, I probably, let me find, I, I'll read the other one. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh can we swear on this? <laughs> yeah, I think we've ever done it <laughs> a few times already. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just clocked up one more than me, though. For some weird oh, reason, I, I seem to clock them in my mind, even though I'm so mindful of it, like oh not gosh, doing that's it. But so funny. I, I, I don't mind doing it. It's been said a million times okay. over on this podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it doesn't matter what happens on this podcast. It's, uh, oh, ah! sorry, I just screamed. Oh my gosh, sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get this and screenshot it because I don't want to read the other one. Okay. But it's on my Instagram, so like the world can see it. Is it way too personal or is it? Oh, look, it's just about a, a past a yeah. past boy when I was 16. Okay. We don't want to go back to the two weeks in quarantine. Oh, look, no, I'm going to read it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to read it because it is, look, it's nice. Again, we have a drawing of the two hands. Insert photo here. Yes. Can you see this camera? <laughs> Actually, my camera is here. That's what I should be pointing at. <laughs> Amateurs here. We don't do this for a profession. Yes. Yeah, I like that. It's like hand, uh, like the hands are kind of woven together mm, with like the flowers and yeah, like yeah, coming yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. I get it. And now I hear the poem, so I can get the symbolism properly. Okay, so this is poem fifteen. You called me one night. It was midnight. I was in love. Well, was I? I was sixteen. I'm walking up to you now. Dad will wake up. Come, please. My heart said yes. My head said no. I listened to my head. The um, gasp that you said, that you let out, I don't even know if you even realised you did it. I think I lost my breath. I was like... (laughs) It felt like it was um, just channeled towards that moment. Look, it's very clear in my head that. Yeah. That's a very vivid memory of mine. Um, I have one more if you want to yeah, hear one more. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So poem 18. I might be I might be British tonight. Oh, Anna, please no. When in Rome, right? The ice cream kisses our lips just like the boys. The ice cream drips, drips, drips down the cone. Spaghetti slaps our mouths. Never ending tomatoes stain our taste buds. Sun kisses our skin. Sea crystals wash our soul. Pink fish and yellow coloured crisps are our saviours. When in Rome, right? Love it. I um, think that one might be on your website. I think that's on yeah, my website. I read that one, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot different when you say it than how I was oh, really? reading it. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was intrigued, yeah. you know, and I wanted to know how you said it because your style of poetry mm. I feel like is kind of like that, you know, but yeah, it's art. It's the way you interpret it, you know, mm. and that's why I had to read it over a few times to get the vibe of what, uh, what, uh-huh. how the 
the pace, the rhyme, you know, of how which to say and deliver a poem. Yeah. 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 So that's three poems of mine. So check it out, guys. It's on Amazon now. Support Anna. Support creative artists. For the one with stars in her eyes. There you go. There we go. But, yes, thank you for allowing me to share. No, I love it. It's been great to chat to you and um, Mm. you're welcome back anytime you like. Thank you. Next time, have a wine. Yes, let's do it. (laughs) Loosen up. (laughs) No, it was great. But, um, yeah, the studio will look different too when you come Mm. back next time. So that'll be good. We did a little pop-up today for for this one to get it done. But, um, yeah, it was awesome. And thanks a lot for sharing everything with us, your journey so far. I feel like I'm a little bit of a part of it now. Yes, I'm in of I'm in the world of Anna. Yes. It's great. And um I wish you all the best with everything you're doing, you know. Thank you. Let's get you that let's find you that agent, yes. that right agent that's gonna fit your journey and go along with you. And yeah, I wish you all the best with everything you're doing. Thank you. Reach thank out you. if you ever need help with anything, producing, whatever. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. No worries. So where can people find you before we go? And yes. we've mentioned before your website. But yes. Do you want to let everyone know? Yeah, socials, anything where people can find you. Cool. So my website is anapatch.com.au, which has everything on there. That's AU, guys. AU, AU, don't forget the AU. And then my Instagram is at anapatch underscore. Yeah, they're my main ones. There we go. Yep. Awesome, guys. Thanks for coming on, Anna. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back soon. Bye. See ya. Thanks. Woo. Did it. Another episode. New year, fresh one for you guys. I know we're a month behind and apologies for that, but I was going through the whole process of moving, setting up new studio, well, pop-up studio today, but we've got big plans for this place. Set decorating, kidding it out for the YouTube version. If you guys are interested, if you're just listening along, jump on YouTube, go in deep with Dan Good, subscribe. Appreciate all the love, guys. And uh, well, we have some really awesome guests lined up for this year. And I cannot wait to sit down and go deep with them and create some more content for you guys. Today's episode, man, that was fun. Had an absolute blast chatting with Anna. She's awesome. We uh, did another podcast after the podcast. Mike's went on for that one, but uh, that's how it goes. Happens quite a lot. But uh, yeah, she's awesome. And guys, her book is fantastic. I've uh, read quite a few of her poems, as you heard on the podcast. She read a few out for us. And if you can pick that up on Amazon, support her, independent artist. She did it all herself and... Yeah, it's a really awesome thing what she's doing. She's a talent, so watch this space for her. If you want to follow along on the uh, socials, go and deep with Dan Good. As always, my own personal account, Dan Triple underscore Good, or go along and um, support us on Spotify, rate it, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you know the deal. Any love you can show will be much appreciated. Guys, thanks a lot for coming on this journey with us. It's still, you know, it's only the beginning. We're two years running, but we're still going. We're doing the damn thing. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the hustle. I know you work hard for what you do. And I hope you're enjoying the content we've got for you. A lot more to come. Until next time.